0: Hello everyone and welcome to Dawson's Weekly, a Dawson's Creek podcast hosted by Catherine and Katie. Season 3 finale live in Manchester. I haven't got my notes.
1: I was wondering what you would... That's what, I genuinely thought that's why you were doing the sound check because I didn't know what you... So now I'm ad-libbing, which is awkward. I'm a Leo, if anybody didn't know. <laughs> and I don't have a father. Um, <laughs> if anyone's here and it's just randomly turned up because And has never listened to us None of this is going to make any sort of sense
0: Stick <laughs> like, with us though
1: It looks like an episode of Jeremy Kyle so far um, <laughs> But yeah, stick with us And it's slightly weird because Are you seeing when people do listen to the podcast That they don't watch the episode and then jump straight into it? I think some
0: people do Okay, good I mean, these people just have so. Yeah, I mean,
1: you, you have so you've watched the episode, and then you're going to get us talking, talking about the episode.
0: it. Yeah, so we're on season three. Obviously, season we're on wine. wine and indignant rage. Season three, episode twenty-three. True love, everybody. Quite the episode. Well, you've all just watched it, so you know. <laughs> so I think that. Um, have you, got any, have you got any chat you want to have before we get into this? Yep. Are you all right? I'm absolutely are you happy? fine. I've
1: got wine. You've got wine. I've got on stage without falling
0: over. Yeah, I, I absolutely had a fear that one of us was going to go just right over. Um, but no, it didn't happen. So I think let's just get straight into it. Otherwise, we're going to be here for hours, as we often are. And just a reminder, I guess, that we are live-streaming this. We are live-streaming it, and can they hear us? Discord? Hi, Discord! Yay! Hello! Right, so, Season 3, Episode 23, True Love. So, we've been through quite a quite a journey through Season 3. I think if you go back to I'm Season gonna 3... going to go through quite a journey as well. We're going to go episode. through quite a journey today as well, right... But you go back... It's going to be so much of a car crash, it's like Grandma's is driving. (laughs) But you go back to season three, episode one, and if you recall, that was Eve. And we've ended up here, and there's a part of me that's like... Well, no, most of me is like, when they wrote season three, episode one, they didn't have a fucking, fucking clue what, what they were doing, did they? No. <laughs> We've no.
1: never, ever heard about Eve again. And then there was obviously the huge reveal
0: that Eve and Jen are probably sisters. N- not a single... Not, not a mention. Yeah. Not a sausage. So I think that when you look at this episode by itself, someone's just bought in a load of cocktails, you oh, absolute Pacey legend. Co- we still... Star Stormont- We still have not
1: tasted peasy.
0: Right. Really? Can someone? I mean, what I would want to us? do a couple with of Percy Star Martinis, please. Oh, I, I, a legend, needed, I,
1: need, I needed wine because I'm never sure how strong a cocktail is. As much <laughs> as I wanted Percy in my mouth, I had to go with wine first. But I, I can't leave
0: here without we'll tasting Percy. We'll do it all. Right. So let's get into the episode. So I'll start with right. Mitch and Gail are getting married, everyone. Mitch and fucking Gail are getting married. Not just gay married, but they're having the
1: kind of shotgun wedding that somebody in the 1940s who'd got pregnant out of wedlock would have. It's like, and and we go through this all of the time, and we'll go back to Continuity Corner, but what fucking time has passed between them deciding that they'll give their relationship another go and having a wedding that's going to take place in three days? None. Right,
0: I've got a few issues with it. Just a few. Just Just a few. Just one or two. Right. At the end of episode 22, Gail got down on one knee and we were like, oh, no, she didn't propose. She didn't propose. Right. Well, it turns out she fucking did, right? (laughs) And the thing is, why didn't they just say that? Because then this would have been totally clear. It would have been grand. It would have been all right. I mean, we still would have complained. I had to
1: rewind this first bit because I was like, who the fuck's getting married?
0: Oh, right. But then... and Joey getting married. I mean,
1: married. It, 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 it gets even worse, though, because they're having, like, a bit of a kiss on the high street or whatever they have <sighs> in America. And um, Main, Main, street. Main, Main Street. You street, came up with And they're just flaunting the relationship in front of Dawson, who is not very comfortably numb. You know, I mean, his life is literally falling apart and they're it's like, that's shit. unlucky, yeah. but we're getting married. But just to add an extra... Kick Fuck. to his bollocks. So Gail apparently has no friends, which is quite, quite under understand- Did you feel bad for her?
0: I felt a bit bad for, for Gail her. for having no friends. Well, how low. Lord- <laughs> yes. I can kind of see why. How I- low <laughs> do you have to be, right? For your maid of honour, you get. The girl who, fair enough, has been in your life for a very long time, but is essentially in Dawson's head. So they've got to kind of be on Dawson's side. I don't think this, by the way, has just screwed over Dawson. Like, that's who her maid of honor is. It's like an episode of Real Housewives. It is,
1: it, no, honestly, it is absolutely terrible. So she hasn't got any friends, clearly, girl. And she's asked Jerry to be her maid of honor, which is just and Talk all about being kinds upstage kinds as well. Fucking weird, but we'll go with it. And this wedding's happening really quickly and they've got the cake sorted and everything else. I did think Gil does have one friend, the guy who's Best, he was then best man originally, and then he died. Yes, but she literally just has the lost woman her with husband. the giant hair. The, the woman yeah, with that would be. so it would be. be it would be people. Would you, you it, Wouldn't it? Would you like to come to my wedding as my maid of honor? P.S. How's your dead husband <laughs> that we've not spoken to in twenty years? So that that was the only friend that we've ever seen that Gail has. On Grams, she's
0: had a few conversations. Well, with I've Grams. got a com- I've got a comment. Let's put a pin in that, shall we? So yeah, Gail has no friends. The
1: cakes ready. Uh, the dresses are ready. And and I was honestly thinking is Gail pregnant it's happening so quickly I mean that's the kind of fucked up thing that Gail and Mitch would that's, do to Dorothy it is
0: but it's also the kind of fucked up thing that the writers wouldn't tell us about until some point in the middle Ma- of season maybe,
1: 4 maybe season 4 will get some other horribly screwed up child coming from the loins of Gail and Mitch um, and, he, and and if Gail is pregnant is it even fucking Mitch's <laughs> I mean, you've got to ask the questions. Um, <laughs> so Joey asks Dawson how the ring is, and then I kind of deviated into hoping this was going to be some sort of Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Dawson's <laughs> Creek crossover, and you just have, like,
0: Dawson, Dawson minting like around, Gollum, though, shouting, my, my precious. precious. He and is
1: then, very Gollum-esque. Yeah, and then I started to think of Percy as Legolas, and then I took a bit of time out, and that's not what happens anyway. This episode took Katie four um, days to watch. It did take me a long, long time to watch. So, Dawson asks Joey how the dresses are, and Joey says that his mother's is gorgeous, but she's starting to believe that everything she's heard about the unflattering nature of bridesmaids' dresses, and it's like, Joey you look like a supermodel, you're a size six, fuck off. Like, you could seriously <laughs> dress in a bin bag and still look really, really good, but yeah, I'm sure you're going to look like an absolute I've just
0: had a flashback of Percy wearing a, be- a bin bag at the beginning of season <laughs> two. <ten>. And Dawson... <laughs> Talk about looking good in a bin bag.
1: And, and Dawson says... In a really sort of creepy way, because can he speak in any other way? That he's sure that she will look amazing and Joey looks really uncomfortable. And then Dawson makes it all about him and thanks her for doing this. And it's like, what the fuck's it got to do with you? Like, everything. He he didn't ask her. I'd be so pissed off with my mum if she did that. But yeah, he he thanks her for um, being her mum's
0: completely random and unsuitable maid of honor. Can I ask a question at this point? Go on. Maids of honor. Do they not have to be married? No, that's a
1: matron of honour. Oh, right. okay. I googled this because I wasn't sure either. So <laughs> This she's... is the but one thing we googled. A, a maid of honour is meant to be a virgin, and I'm fairly certain I've been a maid <laughs> Thanks and I, for and waiting. I was a virgin.
0: Thank you so much for waiting. <laughs> that's why Katie's obsessed with
1: fingering. Because <laughs> it doesn't count. Nor does it, <laughs> edel, apparently, but anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hey,
0: Discord, was anal on your bingo? <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: Discord have got a bingo card going <laughs> about how many things that we say, and I think we've already ticked off about ten.
0: <laughs> so, Joey... Someone's already won.
1: Uh, so, Dowie... Uh, Dowie. Dowie. Dawson thanks Joey for something that's for call to do with him, and Joey says that it was an honour that she couldn't refuse, and realistically, she just means... I couldn't refuse. She it literally was, is was constantly putting up refuse. that place
0: by the Learys. She's just so scared to lose them that she'll say yes to anything, bless her. This has happened for two episodes on The Bounce now. And Dawson continues to try and make it all about him by saying that he
1: couldn't imagine her not being there. And despite all of the awkwardness between them, it's an important day for his parents. Oh, my God, Pacey has been delivered to our table. <laughs> Look at that! Oh, that is absolutely fantastic. I'm just going to have to have a Wait, little... One
0: second, everyone.
1: I'm going to sniff it. I'm going to sniff him first.
0: Oh, look at his face. Oh, smells oh. good. Mm. Oh, that
1: goes oh, down piercing.
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that <laughs> is really nice.
1: Oh, smooth at the back of your throat. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> where were we? So, yeah, Dawson says it's an important day for his parents. And anyway, blah, jo- blah. blah. Jo- Joey's just checked out of it completely and she says it is, but she's not expecting it to change. Either of their lives, and it's not going to stir anything up unless they let it, which yeah. is a bit of
0: a burn. Um, and then she makes her excuses, and she's like, "I've got well, something borrowed." I love that excuse. I thought it was so but sweet. I need to get yeah. something blue. I've got something borrowed, but I need to get something. Percy's got something blue It's video store. It's uh, all yeah, 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 he's yeah. Was. Porn. Yeah. And Dawson says that shouldn't be too hard. It seems to be some of that going around. Oh, these Dawson, days. you bar lord. I know. <laughs> bar off Dawson, no one. Cares. I, I actually, I actually put.
1: Fuck off, Dawson.
0: Ah, fuck. Like, do you know what? Let's just, maybe we just need to get a chance going, ah, fuck off, Dawson. Fuck off, Dawson. Uh, credits. Credits. Which are back Theme to Paula too. Cole, everyone. Is oh. anyone else feeling sad that now, have you noticed that Netflix has got a thing saying last chance to watch this 30th of April? Have you seen that? Oh, we have got to buy it now, apparently. I know, we've got to... Well, we haven't, but okay. Um, so then we're moving on to Cape Side's finest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Deputy Doug. Deputy Doug. Deputy Doug seems to have taken quite a turn so he's recently. So has gone from being this absolute prick who
1: was probably going to be in one of the next police shootings in America. Absolutely. Because he just literally gets his gun out quicker than he gets his, like phone out or whatever you used to get out of your pocket quite quickly in the nineties, <laughs> fill in that blank. <laughs> um but he did, like he was terrible. He
0: abused Shining his, lights he, in people. He abused
1: eyes. his position, you know, he spent Anyway, he 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 wasn't the best of people, but now he's turned into like Plato or something.
0: Is this like incredible? Do you know what? I wrote Confucius down. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking dogs now, some sort of like philosopher who's like standing around saying to people, "Well, listen, you'll never know." Like, what do you know, dog? You clearly have been single he your pulled, entire life. He
1: pulled a gun on his own brother. But it's fine. It's, it's all, all right. in the past. We've, got, we've forgotten about Every, that. Everyone everybody deserves just like a second we've forgotten chance. about the
0: fact that Percy was abused by his teacher. Everybody deserves a second chance. Shit, sure. apart from tomorrow. So, um, no, actually, no. He does this season. He's pulled a gun. On, he pulled a gun on Dawson. He, oh yeah, he did. <laughs> Although, Although, come on. No, yeah. <laughs> in all fairness. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: yeah, he's going to give. Pacey some sage advice which he's been doing quite a lot since the situation with Joey happened and he asks him if going away is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Pacey says that he already knows you know what to do when he goes away he's got to stay close to shore and call home every week and like complete but he's sort of on the point but off the point but if you're going to go sailing aren't you meant to be kind of like out there in the deep ocean not just like He's seventeen near, though. near the shore, but it's like some sort of weird nautical version of curb crawling. Like, <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? Just creeping your boat around? Like, so, I mean, I get that he's seventeen, but if he's not old enough to like go sailing, just don't.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a really, a really good point. I got well really made. pissed off with this part. I... Part of me was like jokes about seamen, and the other part you know of, of me was like, also what also think f- f- as well? I was about actually. No, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna. T- say this thought and then I'm going to immediately take it back because I'm like, right, Pacey's dad is the chief of police. Imagine the things he's seen. But he is the chief of police of Cape Side, where the worst <laughs> thing that happens is that apparently someone goes below the speed limit. So uh, <laughs> I actually take that back. I mean, but in all fairness, Percy's parents don't give a shit to they. say so let like, like, They care.
1: Like, They've not we been don't featured
0: care. for ages since he, he got punched
1: by his dad and whatever. Uh, but Deputy, oh, okay. Deputy Doug says that whatever he's going to leave behind, it will feel much bigger when he's out there on his own. Well, I bet it does. <laughs>
0: God, I bet it feels why really, we like this.
1: really, really, really bad. I mean, what else is that that they want to bought? Come on. Um, yeah, put a pin in that as well, yeah. So he asks if Joey knows that he's leaving and Percy says that if he does, then he didn't tell her. And Doug says that he guesses
0: that she doesn't know how he really feels about her. Well, this is what Andy said last episode. And I think that the second person to say it to Percy, Andy and Doug? What do
1: you mean? Like they get on quite well. They're both insufferable. They've got to be right all the time. They'd be quite a good couple. Anyway, I mean, um, <laughs> I'll
0: leave the blind date. No, I'm just going to leave that. There's loads of people <laughs> sat around the room going, "All right then, yeah, yeah." So, yeah, like this is the second person to say it to Percy. Have you actually told her how it, how you feel? And Percy, his general response is, "She already knows," which is a bit of a cop out. I'm not even going to get is the that Percy post out. Oh, no, it wasn't, but I, I wish I'd said it like it was a pun. But it is th- this idea that Percy doesn't actually want to properly confront this situation and tell Joey exactly how he feels. And both Doug and Andy have told her that that's what needs to happen because Pacey asks, well, you know, what do you think would happen if I actually told her? And Doug says the worst case is that nothing happens and the best case is she gives you a reason to stay and Percy laughs and says right that's what happens to the male mind the male mind everyone not just the mind the male mind when one watches too many Catherine Hepburn movies because Doug's secretly gay and yeah, we've got to keep
1: up with these crappy slurs because whatever and um, thankfully that is the only one and Doug says every time that he looks at the stars Pacey will see her face I didn't get that I was like just when he looks at the stars like why? Also, it, like, it just brings the northern fucking lights into it in AJ and all that crap.
0: Well, I didn't think that, actually. Ugh. I thought it was like, do you know, in The Lion King, whenever, um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> whenever, no, whenever I the stars become his dad's, his dad's face. That's is that what happens? That, that, they that's, just a, have... that's a child's film? Yeah. Okay. Dad, um, dads dead dad dead, dead parents you uh, I was about to say you well, are I don't about know. that I mean he could be dead he might
1: not be answers on a postcard um,
0: <laughs> does anyone know <laughs> actually god sorry Kate imagine if he just walks in like one of those really bad like, uh, like an episode of Dawson's Creek <laughs>
1: Not that I'd recognise
0: him, but anyway, I know, I'm yeah. not bitter. It's just if a drug dealer turns up <laughs> in your doorstep, oh, i So anyway, yeah, yeah. Well he anyway, looks at stupid the stars. comment he, about stars. Very romantic. Like, makes no effectively sense.
1: Effectively, what Deputy Doug is saying is that you can't run away from it, which is which is true. You, you know, Absolutely, you can, you can put things out of your mind. You can put things in the way of things, but ultimately, you can't run away from the things that are causing you pain. Sadly. Oh, you can drink though. That really does help. Pro pro tip. Um. (laughs) 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 So
0: then we're going to move on and we're going to move on to Jen and Jackers. Our Jackers clean out lockers finally, Jack is back to his speaking part. And, and they said,
1: somebody American might need to explain it to you. So it's the end of their junior year. Do they get like bigger and better lockers when they're going to I junior year? I did think year? that
0: and I thought, no, right. And this is one thing that me and you would not be able to understand is they're just having a bit of a clean out because it's probably the responsible thing to do exactly I actually sat and thought about it I was like oh, I was, I was going to be like making really sad thought, I that... was like oh what are they doing like why can't they it's because they've accumulated a year of shit and they're actually throwing it away as opposed to me and you who would leave it there for about six years Look at me and then just walk cr- away from y- it and expect someone else to clean it up literally stunned us. Yeah. so that's what there's they're doing there's probably still stuff in my school locker now and Jen's saying there's a pleasing symmetry to this and that they're together again. The president and the vice president of the bitter club.
1: I didn't get this either because they've never really formed the bitter club. Like,
0: is it like fight club? You don't fucking talk, <laughs> talk about,
1: about it because they've never... I, like, I get that they've, have, they've, they've had their own issues, but they've never really sat and been bitter together. But whatever, you formed a club. It sounds shit.
0: I thought it sounded good. Oh, it's so thought, actually, the bitter <laughs> club, I'm all over it.
1: So they're cleaning the lockers out, and Jen spots Henry, who seems to have come dressed as Kevin the teenager. Because right. he is a teenager. No, He's Henry, like-
0: portrait of a serial killer over there, sidles up to Jen and stands behind her, fucking sniffing her and wondering what it'd be like to wear her skin. He absolutely, <laughs> like, just... He makes me feel sick. He makes me feel like, and he looked like... Do you know how you were saying quite recently, like, oh, it was about the Shelly bath situation. And you were like, he looks like he bathed. He did not look like he had a bath here. And I mean, he is still a teenager. I'm going to cut him there. I know, but I just... Just, just a bath here, I, I think, i quite good. I'm, I'm really annoyed about the way that this TV show is trying to push... This creepy as shit teenager
1: on me. It's the thing is, it's creepy on both sides. The Jen thing isn't great. The Henry thing isn't great. Together, they've got a toxic relationship, but it's been framed as this wonderful, wonderful love. Although not at the moment because they're still split up and they still hate each other. So (sighs) what Jen does in her like, and Jen is usually presented as a mature character. She gives advice. She gives counsel to people, and you know she's wise beyond her years. And I like that about Jen. Jen, jen, jen suddenly can't, regresses can't to with... like a stroppy nine-year-old and she decides that she's going to use jack as some sort of weird conduit between her and henry so she says to jack can you tell henry uh. um and, and and henry's literally stood here so it's all just really 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 awkward and she says can you tell henry that i haven't changed my mind and that i hope football camp in cleveland is sweaty gross girl free and debilitating and Jack's like, where can I sign up? Um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Jack, and Jack, Jack, to his credit, is like, do you realise how uh, immature this is?
0: He does. But right, then Henry, what Henry's uh, turned up on the notion that he wants to pick up his copy of Siddhartha. Which I
1: had to look up. I was like, I've never Me heard too. of this. Me
0: too. I did a degree in English, and uh, yeah,
1: I, I I had to look it up, and it, it turns out it's it's a book that was written in German. I mean, straight away, Henry's not got past Spot's big adventure. <laughs> he say, has not. He is saving the ending.
0: <laughs> He's still um, on Cliff and the big red dog. Over so there. this
1: is. A book that was written in German about one man's kind of discovery of well, Buddha I kind and of like I
0: did Google that for that, yeah, like it's about self-realization. So it I mean, still it, didn't make basically, any sense. what we're
1: saying is, fuck off, Henry. You've never read but it, who, and no, nor but, do you want to like, get it back.
0: Canterbury Tales last
1: week, Siddhartha this week. I don't it's believe it. It's an odd curriculum. It's an odd curriculum, but it's also a skill that employs like paedophiles, Mitch, and
0: <laughs> any fucker racist. really. So I think Yvette's on the Discord. <laughs> Yvette told me, and I will say this, it just doesn't make any sense because, and obviously British people in this room, in America you get 20% for turning the fuck up. Can you imagine? I, I know, I'm now wondering why Can I get Can you imagine getting 20% of your A-levels for just rocking up and sitting in the room? <laughs> I hope I got that right, it. Anyway, sorry. Do you get another 20% for writing, you know? Yes. Brilliant. Um, for talking, you get another 20% for talking. So anyway. 40% for just being yourself. H- Henry wants
1: his copy of a book he's never read oh, and yeah, never sorry. will read back. And Henry then decides that... Um, that yeah, the
0: participation he... grade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, True. So Henry's talking through Jack as well. And Jack at this point is just completely and utterly fucked off. And Jack basically says what we all know that uh, that Henry is just using this as a pretext, this this ridiculous book that he's left that he's not going to read. He's used it as a pretext to speak to Jen. And Henry's like, well, that's not what I said. And I'm like, no, we know that's not what you said. This is literally the context behind it. Henry, go in, work that out. You won't be able to. And then Jen says to Jack to tell... I mean, I can't even fucking read this. Jen says to Jack to tell Henry, these people have stood next to each other. That If he would like his book back, he should probably start digging, which I don't understand. Through the bin. Oh, uh, I do understand that. Um, oh, yeah, because then... What episode were you watching? During, Jack then translates and said she threw it out because it re- yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Perfect sense. She threw it out because it reminds her of him and how she regrets freaking out like a total drama queen at the night of the prom. Like, wait to sell out your friend Jack. But Jack, to be fair, you've been used as this weird conduit between two people that I just. Well, can't absolutely. Be with.
0: But Jen in her defense is like, Well, I wasn't the only drama queen there, was I, Jack? I don't think that Jack. She just called him queen. a queen. That's a- no, she called him a drama queen. <laughs> which I don't think it's particularly fair, and we'll get into it later, especially because, like, it was pretty traumatic what happened between Jack and Ethan last episode. So, but moving on, bit unfair, Jen. Um, where were we? Sorry. So, Henry basically says that neither of
1: them have been particularly direct, and then he starts to actually talk to Jen, who's next to him. But whatever.
0: Oh, hi, Henry. And then... Do you know that time last episode when Je- you told Jen if she closed the door in your face, that would be it. No more the sorry. End of it. No more I'm sides. not, not going to do no anything such else. such fucking
1: luck. But no, he's there. Uh, he's hanging around like a he's bad He's still smell.
0: there. But basically, Henry says that he's
1: sorry, and Joan says that she's sorry too. Sorry they ever met. I mean, like, proper 12-year-old burn that, isn't it? And then Henry says it's too bad because he isn't sorry, and does she have anything else that she wants to say? And she says that she wants to say nothing. Henry says he guesses that's that then, and that whole scene's just really shite. Um,
0: It was quite shite, yeah. Like, I can't really be bothered... And then we've got Andy, who is growing on me again, everybody. Oh, she, like, uh, she's really, growing back off me this episode. No, I really do Disliked her for a big chunk of season three, but I can get on board with her now. Like, oh, God. She's back like to stop oh. She's popped an amphetamine
1: and she's turned up at Dawson's <laughs> door, all cheery, probably <laughs> in dungarees. dungarees. She's got her head on what. Ritalin. Like, see, oh, She must be on Adderall until it comes out of her ass, that girl. <laughs> but she turns up and she wants Dawson to sign a yearbook. I, I mean, I can't even be arsed with yearbooks or whatever, but okay. Um, also, yet
0: again, Another pricey thing that upside yep. side high, high, and it's thirty-five dollars. Everyone, students, for a... pay
1: it, it, This is the nineties, people—the early nineties. It's eighty pound for a prom. And so, I like that it was thirty-four ninety-five. Though you know, like when pound shops get you in, it's like ninety-nine p. <laughs> I like what, that they did ninety-five because because if you'd have rounded it up to thirty-five pound, woo, too expensive. Dollars, yeah, but or, that, whatever.
0: But that must be co- if if eighty dollars we worked out was one hundred and thirty quid. Now that's what close to sixty quid.
1: Just you, over 60 you're pretty. really asking the wrong person. Yeah. Um. Okay.
0: So, <laughs> someone didn't confirm or deny that. Yeah, so it's expensive. So, yeah, more money being spent at Capeside High. Yeah, fair enough. And basically, yeah, Andy wants Dawson a sign and he goes to sign a blank page and she's like, no, no, no. no. She's got a pre- predetermined I've page a pre-determined because she page. is Andy. Right. She probably the sat fucker. with the
1: ruler, like, putting everything
0: into that. The fucker book.
1: who put this yearbook
0: together... Probably Andy. Well, no, it was Andy, wasn't it? Yeah. The picture of Percy, would you not be really fucked off with that? Because Percy, we all, as we all know, is a good looking guy. The picture of him is terrible. And I was just like, if I were Percy, I'd be like, who the fuck do you think you are? A scorned woman. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not even a Leo kid. It's like, so, you know, when you have those
1: pictures with your friends and you look absolutely fucking mint and your friends look shit and you're like, anyway, yeah, going on Facebook. Um, <laughs> not the one friends where you have three chins. <laughs> but yeah, so she makes him sign it where there's the picture of Dawson and Dawson basically says that Sulti isn't really her forte, Which no it shit. Isn't. And Andy decides that she's going to tell him that Pacey's leaving. And that they're going to have a send off for him mm-hmm. tomorrow, and what is this this gnarly party I hear you say it's a picnic by the docks, and we live we all live in quite industrial areas like we're in Manchester, we're originally from Teesside. like a picnic by the docks where we're from, not good
0: <laughs> <laughs> like literally bring your own crack um and it would stink,
1: but uh, not your crack I <laughs> <or> love <laughs> but um. Oh, God. A picnic picnic by the dock in Cape Side is a much more genteel experience, I would imagine. But Dawson says that it's the rehearsal dinner for his parents' wedding. I mean, you already had the rehearsal. You fucking got married before you had an affair, girl. You don't need to rehearse it again. Just just, just keep your pussy in your pants. Um, Oh, God. So there's a rehearsal dinner. So Dawson couldn't go if he wanted to. Not that he does want to. And Andy basically says that one of them needs to make the first move. And Dawson says it won't be him. Shock him. And then angrily signs the work work, yearbook.
0: And Andy, to be fair. Well, he signs the faculty page, which sort of makes sense. It's like. Everyone that is abhorrent and dislikable in Side High can go on that page. Tamara's dislike. Yeah, Tamar- Tamar- <laughs> Tamara. Tamara. That teacher, whatever Lipstick, his fucking face mark. is. Peterson, <laughs> that Percy spat in his face. And Dawson, so it kind of makes sense. It seems like anything you don't want to look at, it goes on the faculty page. Fair enough. But yeah, so, yeah, he's not go- He's not going to go because he's a shit arc and he just can't let things go and he just wants to win and he's an abhorrent, awful human being. So yeah, he signs the yearbook. Uh, whatever. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, and as I was just going in, I can't be asked there. But what Andy says is, and I'm interested to hear your take on this. She says she's not over the pain either, and letting go isn't about a one time thing. You have to do it over and over again, every day. And I was like, I couldn't be asked. Could you? Like, I just is You've that let like go. I don't know. You've let go, do of think- Percy, though? Like, try and get over that in a day, No, bitch. I mean, uh, fair enough. I mean, but if you're talking specifically about Percy, yeah, you would have to try and do that every single day. But I
1: think any, <laughs> oh, sorry, any, I relation, like
0: that. any relationship that breaks I'm surprised down, you didn't just get that. Any, I t-
1: but <laughs> any, any emotional kind of separation, any, anything that changes in life or a bereavement or anything, you don't just, you know, pain nullifies, it gets easier to bear, but you know, you do go through that everyday stage, I think, okay. when something happens, when something traumatic happens, I just
0: you don't just wake up and go, oh yeah. Do you know what, I just, to me, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's another one of those Darsons Creek inspirational quotes, put it, it on it a sunset, nice. right, It okay. resonated with me, which probably says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now Daddy. we've got Joey um, in a car, and we've got Cape Side's finest back on the fucking beat, doing the best work. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? No, I'm not even going to dis Doug for this. Um, It's probably the best thing he's done in three I seasons. I mean, he
1: completely does what he is not allowed to do. He abuses his position as a... Shocking. But, but he does We've this. never seen him do but that But he does before. this every
0: episode, and at least there wasn't a one. Any time we ever see him. So he pulls Joey over. Now, did you notice where he pulled Joey over? Oh, was it where she snogged Percy first? Yeah, I didn't actually <Side notice side. that, but I assumed it would be now. It was at the Cape Side side. I'm like now, oblivious to this entire... I... <laughs> There was a lot of conversation, Twitter, Instagram, about that kiss at the Cape Side sign and basically how Joey didn't essentially just get nailed on the bonnet of his car or against that Cape Side, <laughs> against that Cape Side sign. And that's all I could think of when I saw it. And I'm surprised you didn't pick up on it. He did pull her over at the Cape Side sign. So he says that he wants her licence and registration and she's like, away, dog." fuck off do you swallow a percy or do you spit you swallow (laughs) (laughs) and he's basically saying that I've clocked you going out and she goes out you've got a radar gun and Doug and I I don't know how sad this makes me pedantic and I, I am pedantic I'm pedantic but you do like in the UK you've got to you you can't do visual assessment unless there's two people in the car and Doug's by himself so first off Doug but the, he says it was a visual assessment and actually she was going five to seven miles <laughs> below the speed limit. Like, he just visually assessed. You but also he just assessed this. I think if you're,
1: if you're on a motorway, I don't drive, but I'm going to just like give an opinion. If you're on a motorway and you're going too slow, I think it can be an issue. But fuck knows, I don't drive. Anyway, we're, we're being... But he's daddy. giving her... Any- anyway, he the whole, a the warning, whole yeah. point of him pulling her over was just to have an excuse to talk to her. Like, just go up to her in the street, Doug. Stop being a top. Yeah, so he basically says that, you know, he's going to let her off with a warning. I would imagine so, because what you're doing, Doug, is illegal. Not that you ever bothered, but whatever. So Doug decides to use this opportunity to tell Joey that Pacey is going to I leave. love
0: the way he phrased this, though. A particular attitudinally challenged younger sibling is preparing to leave Cape Side for the summer and sail himself to the Keys for the next few months. That's what he says to Joey, and Joey asks via just sticking sticking close to the shore. People for anyone who is worried, (laughs) (laughs) I'm worried about Percy. He's not going to go out
1: into the open ocean. He's shore crawling. Um.
0: (laughs) yeah and um, Joey asks when he's going and Doug says like a couple of days and he thought that you might want to know before it's too late to say or do something and um, Joey says thanks and Deputy Doug's like yeah just typical officer protocol (sighs) because of course it is Shining lights in people's faces, pulling guns when pulling guns um, on innocent people, try, and trying ignoring to ignoring the, the te- actual <laughs> crime, like Eve breaking <laughs> into people's houses, trying sure. to shag the teacher that
1: sexually abused your own brother. All fine,
0: all cool. Um, <laughs> because Cape,
1: there's only one ambulance of the whole of Massachusetts, apparently. So. <laughs> Go and move there. It sounds like a glorious place. And you get 20% just for turning up at high
0: school. Well, do you know what? I'm sorry. I'm just going to jump in here. Bessie had to give birth by herself, but Henry got picked up by an ambulance when he oversold his blood. Like Plasma. Where, where, it was so, his plasma. Is that not the same thing? Ask AJ. Know, ask AJ. It?
1: He knows all about blood, everyone. And Joey gets pulled over for driving five to seven Too miles. Sore. Under the limit. So... Joey then turns up at
0: the wall of fuck all. Did you not think that this was a... Re- like, it's a really weird cut. It was, like, dead strange. So it's suddenly, like, Joey does that, and then it suddenly... Do you know I feel like the episode was too long and they had to cut out a load of incidental footage, is how it felt to me. <sighs> like this podcast just... apologies, so... <laughs> discord. <laughs> I'm so boring. No, I'm so boring. I'm sorry, everyone. But it just really, like, went into it, and it's Percy. Percy walking out of a shop, but he's eating a chocolate bar. Was anyone weirdly I attracted didn't... to that? I was quite like, oh, Percy. He's like eating, like, he he's just like, sorry. He- Can you just take over for a sec? Do you think it was a Kit Kat? No, it wasn't. Oh. Are, are you a four-finger girl or a two-finger girl? <laughs> it looks um, like it was like a Milky Way or a Mars bar. That's what it looks like. In America, <laughs> I, I, I believe it. it's at, the other way around. I, I was more confused by the fact
1: that and I, I do this every time, but people go to find people without mobile phones or anything else. So he just hangs around the wall of fuck all, assuming that Joey at some Not point just was. No, Joey was hanging up. around
0: waiting for him. She was stood outside but he was the shop around and he waiting just walked out.
1: I thought that anyway, whatever it, Listen, none of it makes sense. Anyway,
0: he's eaten a chocolate bar and I found it strangely attractive. And he offers a bite to Joey. I
1: find that really unattractive. Just really? Just like chocolate and shite all over the table. No, like, anyone? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Charlotte's like, I lick it off his teeth. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, basically they're going to go into this whole why didn't you tell me you were going kind of thing, which is exactly what happens. Joey confronts Percy about leaving, And she basically has a go at him and says, you know, Mm. as soon as the going gets tough, the tough get going.
0: Yeah, the tough do get going. And, yeah, she says, is this your solution? And that, like, when it gets tough, you're just going to pack up and leave. And he's like, that's the general idea. Right, I don't know how much this says about me as a human being, but I don't think this is a massively unhealthy choice for Percy to sort of get himself out of the situation. Curb crawling around the
1: coast (laughs) may be unhealthy, but just taking yourself out of something that is clearly causing you a lot of issues, not unhealthy. You know, there might be better ways of doing it, and I think at his age, he probably needs the support and love of his friends and family, which he doesn't have, so he's just going to fuck off in a boat on his own. Well, then we don't even know he's seaworthy. Because Buzz put it together. How are you,
0: Buzz? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where it, you got he's Buzz? the new
1: Bodie?
0: Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, where the fuck is Buzz? Where the fuck is body Who the fuck knows? So she's like, oh, well, it's just really mature. And he's like, well, like, what do you want me to do? Sit around and watch from afar as you and Dawson attempt to resuscitate your ailing relationship? No thanks. Which, and this is where, it's like, I love enough. Joey, but what she's saying to Percy in this scene doesn't make a huge amount of sense. And I get why it doesn't, because she doesn't know what else to say to him. So she just lashes out at him, because that's how Joey operates. But what Percy is doing isn't massively immature. It's actually think... quite mature. He's leaving her alone. Yeah. He's doing what he's asked, because that's exactly how it sort of works out. He, Joey wants him to have at least said goodbye, which
1: frankly he wasn't planning on doing although he always was, come on, let the story rise whatever, I've let that happen but he was just going to fuck off without saying goodbye and that's why she's pissed off and that is understandable because even if he does want to take some time out, you know, they've gone through an awful lot to get, sorry we're we interrupting your text life. No, it's Discord! <laughs> okay, um... <laughs>
0: People are getting bingo all over the no, shop. I don't know what no, that is No, i am not a podcast,
1: it's shit. Um,
0: <laughs> so, yeah,
1: you know, she, she wanted him to say goodbye and I can completely understand that. And, you know, Pacey basically says that he's played the goodbye scene so many times in his head and he always ends up leaving without what he came for. And Joey asks what it is that he came for and he says that you never ask me to stay. And Joey oh. says that it isn't her decision, which is quite odd because... I know that there's all of this to play in the background, but it fucking is your decision, Joey, still. Like, Joey's just always given no agency for this headstrong, intelligent, amazing character. We just completely take our agency away in every single episode. And Pacey says that it is, and he says what he said before when he's talking about who the decision lies with. He says that she might be too afraid to make the decision to be together or not be together, but ultimately the decision has always been hers, and it has because he... Has respect for her, probably more so than
0: Dawson does. Um, Probably, absolutely, 100%. Sorry, and, and just jumping <laughs> back in there. Yeah, sorry, Dawson's a shit arc. He Where is. We?
1: But, but Joey says that all that she'd asked for was time, and Pace is like, well, you've got at least three more months of it. And then Joey hits back, and she's like, well, at least I'm not running away. You know, you can dress it up however you want, but it still comes down to the same thing that you're giving up. He isn't giving up. He's literally giving a space. Is that the
0: pace he pass? Which is needed. <laughs> out it, and is, proud. It, is, it
1: is the pace he pass. The pace he pass is out and proud, but he's not giving up. He's not giving up. He's just taking some time out of it. For his own mental health, really, which is probably very needed. Yeah,
0: I mean <sighs> the thing is, this is this comes up again and again in Dawson's Creek is that I understand where Joey's coming from. I understand that she's angry and she's scared and she doesn't know how to deal with it. But it's not that obvious from the writing, is it? So Joey just ends up looking like a little bit of a hypocrite. And Pacey's sort of gone back to his sort of, oh, like, little cute, are you? My Pacey's growing. Yeah, look. I know, I noticed that. <laughs> it gets bigger the longer you leave it. <laughs> but the, it just it doesn't always make sense and you have to work quite hard. So this scene, without any sort of analysis, just kind of feels like Joey's just talking shit. But... She's not, and I understand where she's coming from, but I also understand where Percy's coming from, and I don't think he's copping out, and I don't think he's immature. And I, I think that he's doing the right thing for him, but not for me as a viewer who just wants Joey and Percy to shag. Yeah. Preferably on TV. 100% on TV.
1: You know, when you used to do like Hollyoaks after dark? <laughs> <Does> and, it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it used to get a bit racy. I'm kind of... Um, yeah, we want a Dawson's Creek after dark. Kind of expecting that to happen.
0: But it probably won't. <laughs> um, anyway, you If can you want to see Joshua Jackson so, shag someone, watch The Affair. So
1: they turn around and it turns out that they are in front of the wall of fuck all. And yeah. Pacey points out that it's unfinished. I mean, to be fair, and I don't want to be pedantic because I'm normally not, but it's not even started. Like literally, nothing's happened
0: to it. I've constantly Just got like in my them. head about that wall, though. Is that like I bet that's the sort of wall that drunk people piss up? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you, like it looks like one of those. Not wall. in Cape side, no, absolutely not. Like Deputy someone's going to be on top of that. Someone's going to take a shot, bull, <laughs> bulldoze it at, that at some point, aren't they? Who appears he spent hundreds of dollars on it for Joey to ignore it, and then like someone's going to piss up it and then bulldoze it. Sorry. I mean, and that is probably a better metaphor for their relationship, really. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> someone's going to piss it's up it and then bulldoze, and then bulldoze it. it.
1: So Joey says that this isn't the ending that she's asked for and Pacey says, but it's the ending that we, you've it's got. The we got. And then we go for that disastrous interlude into another relationship that's been
0: pissed up and bulldozed. And it's the wedding rehearsal for, for Gale and Mitch. For fuck's sake, this scene, right. Mitch and Gale, learn your lesson, you absolute... Fucktard. What a clusterfuck of a set of people. I can't even. Right. So, Litch and this And is, are,
1: this is Dawson's parents. I mean, this is, I, this is my Dawson past, and this is what I will always get out. You have got the most fucked-up parents since Fred and Rose West. Seriously, it is not, like... In, di- in different ways, but... <laughs> <slightly> different ways <laughs> <laughs> emotionally and psychologically what they are doing to this poor boy like for f- it, it's just it's, absolutely true. This awful. scene's
0: an absolute fucking joke. This is the rehearsal and they've got a priest in front of them, a reverend in front of them who is going through all of these vows with them and Mitch and Gail's response is, ah can we not because we're busy So
1: they basically, they decided to have the wedding rehearsal and this is a thing in America I think you have the rehearsal and you have like a big rehearsal dinner, do you remember the Sex in the City one with big and it was all like amazing and it made me want a wedding rehearsal not necessarily a wedding just a rehearsal i've, <laughs> I've, I've had a few <laughs> so but you know it, it's in an amazing place and, and it's wonderful so it's so all gail wants is the food and the wine really and they basically just say to the priest like can we just like call this short because we want to go and get pissed and eat food, which, we well, just, which says is... Well, Mitch
0: we've done it before, but not very fucking successfully, yeah. Mitch. M- so how about putting a bit of... Do you not think this is a microcosm of their relationship? But, like, put a bit of F into it, guys. I don't think they need to be... Do you need know that to thing be about... In I'm... Mitch's own words, that if you, last season he said something along the lines of, you can't keep on doing the same thing and expect a different result. You have to change what you're doing I don't, Where's think, that now, I don't
1: think they need a wedding rehearsal, though. I think they need wedding counseling,
0: which the priest, I mean, the priest literally just saying, stand every there every single stand there Leary, and do this. let's go back to last week. Every single Leary needs f- Freud on cocaine
1: dealing with this shit. Severe, severe therapy. Medicinal
0: cocaine, Freud and the Learys. Let's try and work this out. So we then
1: find out. That not only is Joey maid of honour, which is fucked up to fuck, but they've also made so Mitch no mates because his mate died. Mitch no mates hasn't no, got No,
0: where, where's um, where's what the guy, the guy, the guy who
1: gave him a beer and tried to get him involved in swinging. Doc swinger guy. I don't. I'm gonna. I don't think that was a friend. I think. I think Mitch was being groomed.
0: <laughs> um. There's too much a of it going on Swinger guy.
1: Or the seagulls. Bring the seagulls, <laughs> Mitch. so How about Bordy? Bordy's the business partner. Where the f- I mean, if you can fucking fuck f- find Bordy. Bordy. Oh, Where's where, where, is, where Gwen? That's a really good point. So How did this not thank we, you? We be- didn't think of this. So the wedding actually happens. And then Gwen's been such a, an important part of Dawson's life. But she, she, she's just... Doing, where the
0: doing your, Gwen? Doing yoga and painting shit. Yeah, she's paintings. doing really shit paintings <laughs> where is But why did th- she just turn up and do a shit painting of Mitch and Gail? Where's Gwen? Jesus. Thank you.
1: <laughs> where is Gwen? This is oh my god. My 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 entire board is just my, been on every occasion shouting where is Gwen? So anyway, basically, Mitch has no friends. So Mitch has asked his son to be his best man. I mean, how the fuck does that even work? Like, oh, do you remember when I first met you, when I came out of your ball sack? Like, <laughs> the, how many best men quips can you do as, a do you, you know, do you remember well. when, when we went to the strippers? Um,
0: <laughs> oh no, sorry. Do you remember that time remember I turned, time house I turned at my house into a strip or... club? Maybe that's why you had him his best man. And <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, dancing this dag do that shit. That bachelor party's gonna be brilliant. <laughs>
1: But Where's yeah.
0: Eve when you need so, her? So Dawson's
1: parents have effectively got Dawson and Joey to be their best man and their ma- maid and of Their wedding party is teenagers. It's teenagers, yeah. but it's also teenagers who've had a really fractured relationship and are currently in a, a massive down, downcline. It's that even decline. a word? Decline. Declined, and all that's sort, word.
0: let's face it, fairly fucking crackless as well. Do you know what I mean? You and my maid of honour, like, you, you've you got maid. good... crack. You've got Not good right, Charlotte. <laughs> Jesus you've, Christ. Got, you've got good crack. Do you know what I mean? Like these two, it's like a wet weekend of a wedding party, isn't it? Who wants <laughs> just that? Just, just two teenagers going through like spite enough having
1: teenagers and trying to make them engage, but two, two, teen- te- two, two teenagers. In the, midst, in the midst of like, oh my god, love and all that shit. Like awful. Why are you doing it to yourselves? But anyway, why are they doing it is it so, so I, I genuinely think they're just trolling their son now. Like, they just troll. They, but they, yeah, they, they, what they can, are. What can the they psychological do psychological
0: trauma. They've
1: literally had sex in his bed and filmed it with his video camera. I mean... <laughs> that happened. That, they, that, that, that really <laughs> did happen. So, that's what's going on. Dawson's the best man and Joey is the matron of honour. Uh, yeah, maid of honour. Maid of
0: honour. So, they leave them to it and Dawson's saying he hasn't finished his best man speech yet. Hmm. And any thoughts? And Joey says, well, she's got not got much to say about relationships these days. And Dawson, pissy eyebrows, fuming nostrils, sucking up half a capeside into the nostrils. If you have some place you'd rather be, why don't you just go? Oh, Dawson, you like, he's such a little bitch. Like, and he, and Joey's like, However, let's just remember what his parents have done to him. Yeah, I know, 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 (laughs) no, 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 I know. But like, like how he's not killed somebody by now. We don't know that he hasn't. I know, but like, the, he's, he's a school teacher. A lot happens. Happen. A lot happens. I'm sorry, America, but he is. <laughs> a lot happens off camera in Dawson's Creek. We know that. Do you remember that episode that was like a month in between? Like, two episodes. Like, anything could have happened. Dawson could be doing anything. He could be killing sex workers in another state. We don't know. So, <laughs> particularly sex workers, he's got a problem with us. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I know, best. I know best Let's like, start with sex like workers like I'm six yeah. piercings in and I'm ready to go
1: <laughs> I... He is a massive massive misogynist misogynist because his parents have sex on his
0: bed with a video camera. That doesn't um, make you a misogynist. I can't believe it doesn't make you a misogynist. It makes you very fucked up, fucking leery. He's taking up too much of my time here. But Joey, rightly, is like, "What the fuck are you going on about?" And he says, "Like, Pacey's going away party." And Joey says, "Like, well, I'm here. I'm here. What's your problem?" And Joey says, "You're here in body, but not in spirit." Like, he's such a... F- Dawson also
1: says to Joey, <laughs> to Joey... To He's Joey, I'm going to twer- just emphasize that he says this to Joey. You're just going through the motions with a scowl on your face. Have you fucking <laughs> met Joey? That's literally <laughs> like her fucking like that's her that's that's, that's default. That's all she does. That's her um, like resting that, bitch that, face. That's her Joey's USP. default. Like seriously, mate. I know that she might seem a bit fucked off today, but that is what she does every single fucking day of her life. But
0: Dawson also says to Joey, "You've got nothing positive to say." Says Dawson. Have you no about have you fucking seen the situation they're in? Like, how do you say something positive about this? Yeah. Or oh, like, your parents I hope are your getting... mum goes
1: a little bit longer without having an affair this yeah, time, Yeah, like,
0: Dawson. oh, D- D- Dawson, like, shut up. Fuck off, Dawson. Stop talking. He's just, I get he's hurt and I get he's upset, but he just goes there, doesn't he? And he can't just, in an adult way, go, like, Joey... I'm I'm a bit bothered by this whole situation, but then it wouldn't be as fun as if he did that, so I suppose, yeah. Yeah, um, it, would have, it would have all ended quite quickly, Dawson said. No,
1: I'm completely fine with that. Have but a also, weddings
0: are shit. Like, this is like... At least Gail didn't imagine? wear white. No. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Joey says that she's doing her best and cut her some slack. And Dawson... Cut me some slack. Like, all right, Dawson, cut me some slack, Joey. Don't make me feel like this. And I was... Um, At this point, I'm a bit like, Dawson, when you go into cocaine therapy with Freud, you will find that no one can make you feel anywhere. You make yourself feel like that. You could be upset, you could be angry, but you're choosing to be twatty. And that's your choice. 'Cause but, I Joey is still confused. Going
1: back to misogyny, Joey apologises for literally fuck I know, all. She like, hasn't done anything. We know she's right. got a resting bitch face. You don't have to apologize for that. It's a tr- it's a good trick as far as I it's can a see. Fantastic. But trip. Joey just goes, like, I'm sorry for fucking what? Literally, what are you sorry for? And Dawson tells her to go and she says she's staying. No, he
0: says about you're making me feel like this, Joey. And he's like, and she's like, what? No one knew this is going to be Dawson's weekly, the musical, but here we go. I think he's more entertaining this way. And he's like, <laughs> right, what Dawson yeah. says is, like you're stuck with me. Dawson, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she is stuck with you. That's the fucking point. I just thought this was some really beautiful projection. So well done, Dawson Leary. Because he knows that that's how, like, it's it's like, you make me feel like I'm stuck with me. You and I. And, like, Dawson, like, having this little bitch fit. And it's like, but, but you've put yourself in that situation, Dawson. Your actions, A, has literally led to B, shut the fuck up. You can't have it both ways. You can't. But why put an ultimatum on someone and go, You have to choose and then force them to choose you and then go, You make me feel like you're stuck with me
1: I mean it's all very Phantom of the Opera, everyone knows that. I love Phantom of the Opera yeah, okay. This, 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 is, this is why I end up uh, sympathising with Dawson, because he's like the Phantom, but anyway in, in, Enough about my Andrew Lloyd Webber credit, based trauma We go from that into the world's fucking worst leaving party, if this was my leaving party and I was leaving for three months, I would leave and never come back so, I mean, Pacey managed to... It starts
0: to with Grams going starlight, star I said, Grams it. is off her fucking she's tits. She's off to She's literally... So initially... I, thought, I was like, what is she taking?
1: Initially, I thought that she'd like managed to find Dawson's weed dealer. And then when they go on the mental car ride, I was like, she's no, that's, off, that's she's pure cocaine. She's on something cocaine, a bit more up than that, That yeah. is pure cocaine. She's managed to find uh, uh, Joey's dad's dealer. So yeah. we, we open on uh, Pacey's leaving party. And the leaving party is Grams. Andy, Jack, (laughs) Percy and Jen. Oh, sorry, we won't include Percy because it's his leaving party. Sorry, sorry, Percy, you're not getting a pass here. So there's four people, and one of them is Grams, who is fucking off at tits, just <laughs> randomly shouting at the stars. And I was like, why is this even happening? Like, this is the world. Like, I would be so... If I came to that, I'd be so embarrassed. I'd, like, just pretend to have gastroenteritis or something and leave. Um,
0: I mean, I'm, not, I'm surprised that everyone didn't have And, and I literally don't, don't even admit
1: that. I shit. I'd be quite happy to say I'd shit myself to go... <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, so it's a fucking hoot anyway. The party, and also, I mean, if, we, if we're going to get into semantics, where's Doug off, shoot, God, yeah. off shooting someone, and where the fuck <laughs> is Buzz? You know, the child you rescued, and all the rest of it. He can't oh, yeah, be asked to come to your about, leaving party because we're never going to see Buzz again. So, Jen bites into a piece of crab, which is really, I mean, there's so many euphemisms I could go with with this but I was just like the, the most too easy and th- it? It's too the, the easy The thing that bothered me the most was she basically says that she's chipped their tooth and she realises that that will probably keep men permanently away from her Come to the UK Jen and watch us all smile <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> We
1: still get laid occasionally Um but, yeah, so she, she says that she's she's chipped a bit of tooth, so she's, you know, going to have to seal her vagina up and never have sex again because all men will just run in fear when they see the tiny bit of a chip on it. I mean, can you imagine how, like, to the point where, like, a man would even see the chip on your tooth? He's already shagged you five times. It was just for your tits. Um,
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Well, Andy says you can join me in the yeah, nunnery the nunnery.
1: Because we're so literally, you miserable twats, you've got two girls that are barely 17 and they're literally going all like Miss Havisham on us. Like, oh no, we haven't got a man in our life. Like, I've got a chipped tooth and like, what's Andy's yeah. problem or where do we start? They basically go on like, that, that is life over for them. Um, and Jack's like, well, at least you have all got to experience a relationship before
0: it failed. Oh boo fucking who. Also, really nice to see how this leave and do is about Percy. Yeah. <laughs> like, bye Percy. Look at how miserable we all it's are. Like We're some, just gonna talk it's about an like absolutely
1: shit therapy group, isn't it? And then Grams, who lost her actual husband, by the way, of many years, is the only pragmatic one and basically just tells him to them all to shut the fuck up and stop acting like old ladies. And Andy's like, oh, look, it's been uh, a tough couple of months. Grams. And I'm like, this is weird, Andy. She's not your grandmother.
0: Is Grams' name just Grams? Does anyone know Grams' name? Oh, what? Evelyn? Evelyn Ryan? Just not me, then. <laughs> right. Obviously I can't not. believe I just pulled out of nowhere. I'm like, yes, I know Grams' name. That's Ev- um,
1: Evelyn. I mean, they're just trying to make us sound like some Victorian, like, anyway. Speaking so Evelyn, but, but Andy calls her Grams. Everyone calls her Grams. Her personality is just being Grams, Grams. apparently. And... Grams basically says, Look, you don't know what tough is, which is something quite decent for a person who's lived a life and had children and been with a person that they loved for many, many years yeah. and then died. And Jen, the little bitch, is like, You don't, you don't, you have know. no idea have what our, idea, lives, like, how our like. lives are like. All right. Like, fuck off.
0: Um, I mean, you've just told I, her, but... I look
1: back now, I mean, as teenagers, we are all self-obsessed. Sort of it's like the worst thing ever. And like, oh my God, he didn't look at me in history class. And I, I like, I can never leave the house again. And life's going to be completely shit. And then you find out that life's actually shit when you get a mortgage and you get old and you've got responsibilities and all of that sort of thing. And like Brad, you know, Brad not yeah. looking at you in history class wasn't the worst thing you're ever going to go through. But whatever. So Jen is still in the stage where, you know, her life is so much more important than her widowed grandma's life. So Grams is like, do you think I've never been in love before? And Jen just really dismissively says, yeah, just with one man your whole entire life. Like, oh, Grams, how dare you be so, like, in love and committed? Ugh. And then we go into one of Grams's weird <laughs> anecdotes, like the wood anecdote, and I don't really know what to do with this, but what I will do
0: with I it is what I always with do it. with it. God, I hope you do something so with it.
1: So, Graham says when she was just a few years older than Jen, she met a boy who had the most beautiful eyes you've ever
0: seen. Beautiful blue eyes. He was
1: leaving for Pusan, and I was like, pussy? But it, I, <laughs> I've never heard of Pusan. I, I had to Google it, and apparently it's in South Korea, and it's yeah. called something else now. That's like the kind of like white uh, privilege name for it, which he continues to call it. So she met him, fancied him apparently, and they had an entire glorious day on the beach. And I was like "Gram's actually got rattled on the beach." <laughs> yeah, filthy
0: bitch. I actually thought that. I was like "Gram's." Because the way got she said absolutely. it as well.
1: And she had that smirk and I was like she got "Gram's some had some a f- sandy Fanny." So she says that just as they were about to leave the beach he leaned closer to her and whispered will you wait for me i was like what is he going for a piss or what then i realized he's got a fight in the war
0: <laughs> wait for me D- while i pop diff- over the dunes for a piss different slot. times
1: different crimes um <laughs> And then they say, well, what did you do? And she said that she knew she leaned in just two inches closer, the world as she knew it would be changed forever. And I was like, it was on the perennium, wasn't it? Two inches two inches <laughs> in any direction and it's all going to go completely wrong. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus Christ. But apparently that's not what happened. So no, pa- it's pa- not what happened. Pacey says, did you do nothing? Did you not kiss him or even speak to him? Don't you wonder what life would have been like if you had... And I was like, okay, so you spent a glorious day on the beach, but you didn't kiss. So you fingered, clearly.
0: <laughs> so one without the other. Because it's one fine. Without... It's, yeah, bingo. Bingo! <laughs> so it's like, you know, like, I, like
1: I'm not going to disparage sex workers, but often one of the things that they won't do is kiss. So I was like, Grams, you know, you didn't kiss, but you did. Anyway. So Grams had a glorious <laughs> day on anal. the beach. Kate, she had a glorious on day on the beach. I wasn't going to say she did anal. That's terrible. Grams does this always go Grams this way. Grams doesn't is do I anal just a vigorous fingering on the beach um so pacey basically wants to know what happened and Graham says that she didn't have to wonder because the very next day she got her best friend sally who i nicknamed in my head back alley sally i don't
0: know why
1: but, um, <laughs> she got back alley Sally's. because was shift. a bottle of wine deep and then she says, after several turbulent hours in the cargo hold of a C-130, <laughs> so not only did, not only an only an did Grams just... get rattled on the beach, she then got into a plane with a loads of like airmen and, got, and joined the mile high club. Go Grams. She managed to arrive in San Diego and in front of the entire crew of the HMS Missouri, and I am so sad I Googled it, HMS Missouri does exist, it's It's never been anywhere near San, uh, San Diego. It did go to San Francisco, which is 500 miles away, Grams. He lied to Fucking you. Fucking
0: hell, can anyone believe Katie did that much research? <laughs> this is why. This is why
1: I didn't go to sleep till half three last night because I was watching this episode uh, and researching the uh, Korean War because i have just <laughs> gone down one of those shitholes that you do. And I was like, anyway, not a, not a, not a literal shithole. <laughs> Anyhow, so she kissed him in front of the entire crew of the ship. And Jen says that she had no idea that her grandpa was in the Korean War. <laughs> And Graham's was like, he wasn't. <laughs> you dirty, <laughs> dirty slag. Um, it was Thomas Culpepper.
0: Thomas Culpepper. And this is
1: another hole that I fell down because I was like, I know that name. Same, same. I did history and he was Henry VIII's dodgy mate, wasn't he? Who shagged his wife. <laughs> you just nodded. I'm so glad you are because I sound completely mental by now. But Thomas is such an unusual name to pull out. It,
0: yeah, I thought that.
1: Yeah, I thought Desperately that. Desperately specific. And it, and it, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, he did a bit of dirty plopping, plopping, plotting. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, it just, it just triggered something in my A level history memory. And there we are, and that's why I was up till half past three as well. So, God, what a divergence! Everybody in America's just turned off now. <laughs> They're like, what the actual fuck? So she kissed him he had the most beautiful eyes ever he wasn't the only person that she'd ever kissed uh and then we find out that Aww. he died in pusan which does exist people in shallow water be- before he ever made it off the boat and i was like eh like that doesn't make any <laughs> sense literally like how did he die in the water before he got off the boat <laughs> either the boat started to sink or he just went for a paddle and he couldn't <laughs> swim <laughs> Which isn't really going to get you any medals, but oh, whatever. He fought, he fought in Korea. Well done. And she says that she has no regrets. And then she saltily says, I wonder how
0: many of you can say the same. Ooh, grams. Right. A dirty bit. So, thanks for that, Katie. Thomas Culpepper. <laughs> Thomas Culpepper. <laughs> right. I don't know what to make of this thing, because on one hand, it's a lovely, lovely thing about don't have regrets and go after what you want. And it, it's all great. And then on the other, it completely and utterly is like this concept of like perfect love and you should fight for things and you should put yourself out there. Now, what this triggers, I don't, I think is, is shit messaging for teenage girls. I'm going to say it because I do think it's important, like you should put yourself out there, but no.
1: You put yourself out there, just not that much. Just um, not,
0: absolutely.
1: I just sort of feel like... If he's got beautiful blue eyes and he knows Henry VIII, so just fucking
0: go for it. <laughs> How old is Grub? <laughs> I just, it's lovely, and I know, like, the whole point of this scene is that, like call to arms for Jack and for Jen and for Pacey to fucking do something. So in terms of a narrative, yeah, work away, grand. But in terms of actual messaging, it's like behave like a twat, even though the people that you might have feelings for have behaved like twats and probably don't. Right, the two aren't the same thing. Grams' beautiful story that is very romantic, and it is romantic, lovely. But the it's shit... also of a different time. But also the shit that went down between Ethan and Jack particularly. Like, Ethan is a fucking dirty, horrible gaslighter, and he doesn't deserve, like, Jack to make grand romantic gestures. And in the same way, Henry, portrait of a serial killer, also does not deserve romantic Are you missing out an entire gestures. scene here, by the way? No, 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 no. I'm still talking about this scene. Right, so do you want to move on to the next scene, which oh, is Darson and Gail looking for Mitch and Joey? And part of me was like, well, that would be a good plot line, wouldn't it? Can I also. <laughs> what would? Oh, Where? shit. <laughs> oh, God. Because she's like, where's Mitch? And he's like, where's Joey? Now, bottle like, of wine in now, no, everyone. This is it. Fucking Can no. I also say but at the well, same time, fucking Did you yes. notice? I came out at this point, and did you notice that the, the subtitle said, you've got um, Gail going, have you seen Dan? And I was like, who's Dan? <laughs> It's yeah too. it's my husband but I was like what, what's he done like but she said dad and it was just really terrible ah, Yeah. And, and Dawson's going have you seen Joey and then he sees Joey on the jetty outside the house and approaches her and tells her that Bessie is Call- called and the other thing is is she's on the jetty
1: outside the house which is in his fucking eye line Dawson all you needed to do is turn your head like <laughs> ever so slightly to the right and you'd have seen her but whatever
0: absolutely whatever so he goes and sees Joey and you have everyone let's take a moment to remember that if you have any sort of emotional trauma in Darson's Creek you must sit by water you can't the, deal with it the rules. you can't
1: deal with it unless you near water
0: yeah so Joey is obviously feeling the trauma so he's sat by some water feeling upset and Darson says that Bessie has called and she asked her to stop by the store on the oh way right, home. I it, see the night. Point, what does she want? A GPs no, you no, no. Track of a body. No. And Joey says it in a second. She lives across the fucking creek, mate. So why would she be going via the shop? Where is the shop? On Main Street. we made this up. <laughs> We've made this up. <laughs> Obviously. She right. Oh, I know. Oh, sorry. Is that me being pedantic? No, again? no, that is you it's, being pedantic. It's d- yeah. Anyway, but. D- Dawson says that he doesn't want to fight and it's the last thing he wants to do, which is not the fucking truth. And Joey says, I don't either. And sorry again. There's Joey saying fucking sorry again. She just apologises for literally
1: nothing that she's got to apologise for. And she basically says that, you know, their lives are completely intertwined, basically. Your house is my house. No,
0: no, no, she doesn't. Let me just, I'm going to jump in there and say that if we're going to have an honest relationship, there is something that you should know. That she broke things you're off a with twat, Dawson. yeah, not entirely, but in large part because I didn't want to lose you. That's what she says. She does. Yeah, I'm, go I'm, on. You I'm, can. I, do I miss
1: that because my eyesight's terrible. I'm yeah, a bit you can pissed. do your bit now. So <laughs> they. She basically says that they lived across the creek, and when she was rowing in the direction of his house, she felt like she was truly going home you're not though, jury because your house is in the opposite direction but whatever <laughs> I mean my, 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 I'm not very good with directions but seriously that's not home and she says your family's my family clearly because you were made of honour for Gail and there's not a single significant event that she's experienced that she hasn't experienced with Dawson Mm -hmm. Apart from getting fingered by Percy, I'd imagine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, apart from that whole thing I had with Percy, which, to be honest, let's let's, let's just admit it was an incredibly important experience for us all.
1: (laughs) So. She basically says that she's afraid of losing that. And if that wasn't the choice, then there is a chance that she might have chosen differently if she thought that Dawson could forgive her and that he deserves to know that. And Dawson pulls that face, you know, where he looks really constipated.
0: <laughs> He's got happy escape. <laughs> 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 I, I think Irritable I'm so syndrome. glad Joey said this to him. I'm so glad because this... I thought really, really nicely summed up the the whole fucking thing is that this is why Joey is because it's if you look at it from the out from the outside looking in, and obviously we're we're all a part of it because we've fucking got a podcast about it and we're so into it. But that if you actually just look at it you'd be like, why wouldn't she just choose Percy? That's what she wants. It's clear that's what she wants. But the whole point is, and this is where, this like sort of, where the writers sometimes get it right, is that this is why she cannot let Dawson go because he is that important to her and it's not just about him, it's about his family, it's about what she means, he means to her and that she cannot let that go and it means so much to her that she would give up some good Percy D for it. And also she
1: did snog in the, upper, the other episode and she'd get the fanny flutters, so...
0: Yeah, she
1: sure. Which was But unne- I just... I wit- Gallops. I gallops. didn't know whether it would go with gallops or fluttered in my head. I was just having that argument. <laughs> Should have gone gallops. But my fanny flutters, Charlotte. Yours
0: might gallop. Um, <laughs> I, but I just think that this is... This is a really little, like, it's a little scene, but it's really, really important. And, and also that Joey has been so, so honest and basically said, essentially, I'm only fucking here because you're making me. Yeah. So thanks, thought. Joey. Brilliant. Well done, sweetheart. And he deserves finally. to know. And she's told him. That's really good.
1: And then we go to the world's worst party. Gram's, Grams done another line. Which is now on some sort of random. Grams, she's done another line. Gram's made line in the cocaine, I swear to God. She has found cocaine. She has found cocaine and now she's taking them on this random road trip and it almost looks like she's kidnapped them. There's just like and, and Pacey's managed to get away from it, obviously, because he went to the Wall of a Call to see Joey. But there's just like uh Jen and Andy and Jack on this terrible, terrible Grams driven road trip. Um, <laughs> and she's just driving along, meant to be concentrating on the road. And she says to Jen, What's wrong? I'm like, look at look at the road, not her face, Grams, seriously. Have an accident here, or you'll get pulled over for doing five to seven miles less than you should be. <laughs> and Jen says that she wishes know, that, yeah. Doug that a <laughs> radar gun. So Jen says that she wishes that she hadn't let Henry go without telling him how she felt. You fucking did tell him how you felt. You told him that he was a dick and told him to fuck off. Like, all right, that's not how you feel anymore. It does my head in this. It does my head in anyway. So Can't she says asked. it's too late now. And Grams is like, it's never too late. And then she does like some sort of like, like she becomes Vin Diesel in the Fast and the Furious. But why? Spirit of Vin Diesel take <laughs> And she just like does like, and I'm, like, again, I don't drive. I've been in A few cars where people have done U turns and they're, you know, they can be problematic sometimes. Never have they been as screeching, as fucking ridiculous as Gram's U turns. So she's as literally fire coming off the tyres as grandma I'm like, I'm sure there are less dramatic ways of
0: doing she this. She fucking takes out some bins, like just do a three point turn <laughs> in the road, Grand Just there was absolutely no need. A little, little, little left drama, round drama, corner. Drama, that's why we're here. Oh, like, it's just, it's beyond ridiculous. So, she
1: basically goes and says, we're going to go and catch that bus and tell the boy how he feels, how how Jen feels. And I'm like... Why? How, why? why? How and why, how and why, how
0: and why. So, then uh, we go back... I just feel like, again, I'll say it one more time, it's just ridiculous no yeah it is ridiculous but it's like it should be dramatic everyone this shit should be dramatic like whatever happens it is happens, dramatic grams like, it's You done be miles on a
1: 65 mile an hour road no but you
0: should be falling in out of love and you should be getting upset about it and then you shouldn't be getting upset about it and then you should forgive if each other and then drama you should do people, it again it's not worth it yeah, if you've exactly. got a really nice it's life with your partner it's if, you, if it's dramatic just no. go and do something unless you're falling out but honestly it's it's problematic as fuck it is problematic and not, not necessarily this tiny scene though please oh, no, the, don't the entire ever do that especially not Blame in Manchester, which does have how, quite heavy traffic. So we then go to
1: the... we go, we go go to the, And there's a ring road that you fucking can't get out of once you're on it. If you <laughs> take a wrong turn, so don't do it. So then we go to the Wall of Fuckall, where Pacey is very ah, subtly ridden, written in six-foot-high red paint, Ask Me to Stay. Question. And I know that this should be romantic, but it literally looks like something you would find after the Manson family had gone on a murder spree. Does it not? Why did they have to make it red and, like...
0: It does, doesn't it? But also, right, it took Joey months to paint that right square, and it took Percy about 25 minutes to do the Ask Me To Stay. And I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering about the logistics of that. I would say,
1: I'd just say Percy could finish anything off in five minutes.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes, he could. Question answered. Thank you. Moving on. Yeah, so he says, like, yeah, so Ask Me To Stay, which I did love. And I just thought, yeah...
1: I mean, we would love it, but if it was Dawson, we'd be like, you fucking creepy creep. How dare you do this? How
0: dare you put her in this position? Yeah, but no, right, I'll answer that. I've got a response to that. It's because she wants patients. Oh, no, she she does want him.
1: But you could also be put in that position by somebody who didn't want you, in which case just
0: tell them they're a creepy fucker and move on. Yeah, tell them the fuck off. Also... And I don't know what this is about, but now Percy's drinking out of a carton of milk, which is also kind of sexy. How, how
1: are you still noticing these things? I don't know. but I didn't I'm notice the chocolate, it, I find and also I attractive. don't find a
0: carton of milk sexy. Grim. He's like, um, just, but I think that this, there is a nonchalance about Percy this episode, and I think that the food and the drink sort of represents that. Is that he sort of knows where he's going and what he's doing, and but drinking milk and eating chocolate. That's my, ch- my Hi, child singing child. in the background. It wouldn't um, be an episode of Dawson's Weekly if you couldn't hear my kids in the background. Oh, the dog, the dog's not here yet. So, well, I am. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, basically,
1: uh, Joey's like, what does this mean? Like, you're a smart girl, Joey. You're literally going to get a scholarship to Harvard. Do you not know what? Please ask me to stay written on a fucking ten-foot wall in pig's blood mains. <laughs> um, but apparently she doesn't. And Pacey says that she was right and his leaving would mean giving up on her and he's not quite prepared oh, to I do I that Can I just yet? jump
0: in here? We've jumped over a little bit that really made me laugh. It's because, because I'm trying to... I, I reckon we like, this, I know, this place we've been closes going up at, at fucking and ages. I've got another ten pages and
1: um, <laughs> people are he, dying. Like, no basically, a Pacey
0: said he You're called Bessie And she called Joey. And what Percy says is, it's not easy work finishing things off. (laughs) And we've got wet in the room. Um,
1: And it's not easy work finishing things off. It is not. (laughs) If Percy was involved, it would be easy work finishing things off. Always (laughs) swallow. But basically, uh, yeah, basically, Pacey yeah, says. Yeah, sorry, you get on with it, sorry. Pacey says that if he, if she leaves, it's going to mean giving up on her. He's not prepared to do it. He Aww, needs to know Pacey. that she isn't prepared to give up on him yet, anyway. And apparently, he just spent a, an hour and a half looking at the wall of fuck all after this book last night. Like, get <laughs> get a hobby, mate. Um, <laughs> He's so, got a hobby? <laughs> so then, what, staring at the wall of fuck all? Yes. So then he leaves. <laughs> And <laughs> then we get the day of the wedding, and Mitch and Gail. Are we at the wedding, Are Mitch we and Gail. It? No expenses spared on their second wedding. They're getting married in the backyard. Um,
0: Having said that, how much time has passed? Because in all fairness, they pulled a wedding together pretty fucking quickly. Gail's knocked up to Bob. Plot twist. <laughs> so
1: Joey, of course, looks amazingly beautiful in her frumpy bridesmaid outfit. And they were like, how do we make a woman who looks like a supermodel look frumpy? We put her in mint green and we make her wear a cardigan. <laughs> Ugly bitch. Um,
0: <laughs> so there she is looking amazing. Oh, the fucking vows. We were here, like we were back there listening to the fucking vows and we were bitching about them as to. they were going on. Honestly, It's like, like, me That's hate. not even fucking possible. It's just, honestly, it's, like, just, it's, it's, re- it's ridiculous. So bullshit. I think
1: they're meant to have written their own ba- vows. It's yeah, really, really awful. So Gail promises to love him in good times and in bad, in sickness, and, in health.
0: Well, Gail. But not when my co-anchor comes on to yeah, me, Yeah, I know, not whenever there's some mighty good gilly-willy <laughs> um, in, in it for me.
1: And then she says, and this is the one that really fucking got me, she says, I loved you before I knew you. No, you didn't. It's literally, it's scientifically, logically um, impossible. You can't love someone before you knew them. You stupid cow. So <laughs> they and then Gil and the Mitch just repeats the same vows back because he's not very clever. Um, <laughs> and I was like, Can we not just cut this crap? And your vows basically be like, We got married, we did all right. I jumped on my co-anchor's dick quite quickly, and I shouldn't have. What I'm going to promise to do is try not to shag a colleague
0: or any other man. That There's is not, not a here enough again. conversation about this, is there? Yeah. About the fact that she like knocked off Bob in their front garden, and yeah. <laughs> in like season one, episode yeah. one. No one's and, talking jo- about it. And Joey, it I think he needs Joey, and of honour,
1: literally found out about the affair. And pretty much pss- all sorts of fucked up. It's like anywhere. an episode,
0: like you made the joke about Jeremy Kyle at the beginning. It's like a fucking episode of Jeremy Kyle. No one's talking about it. No one's talking about and it. Okay? Like, like, that and, and like you?
1: an episode of Jeremy Kyle, we've got Dawson, Dawson and Jerry just looking at each other really awkwardly as best man and maid of honour. Because, of course, you're literally torturing them, literally torturing them.
0: Right. Who's also at this wedding, everybody? Did you notice? Not fucking Aunt Gwen. But you know who is there? Okay, fucking Bordie.
1: No, he's not yes is he, he is really?
0: right fucking body is there everybody right let me just get comfortable are you sure no his name is in the credits and i was like oh body's in this episode fantastic eh? yeah he's in the fucking crowd at the wedding set next to Bessie Bessie there, then? Oh, right. they'll there pay the actor for this everyone but they won't pay him to show up at his own fucking businesses and do some work i'm just gonna absolutely. have to delete i'm just gonna have to delete all
1: of my why the fuck is
0: because I've got that in my notes trip. later on. I've got I that don't. in my notes later on. I'm really upset about this. They're None of this makes any sense. Right, <laughs> anyway. Do you know who else is also there, everyone? It's uh, Prince of Capeside, Percy, is there. Although he's sort of not meant to be there because Dawson's like, why are you here? Well, he do, he do, I mean, yeah. He looks good, though. So mm. then we've got, right, we've got Grams driving. And Andy says that they've been driving for hours. It's the and next day. Everyone... It's literally daylight. Like, it must be that Grams is, what time is it? off oh. her tits. Grams
1: is absolutely. <laughs> so she's been driving for she hours. has replaced Jesus Can with Can I coke also him.
0: say as well, right? They they say they've been driving for hours. I googled this. Cleveland is uh, right. We always say Cape Side's probably Cape Cod. Cleveland is 10, ma- um, 10 hours away from Cape Cod, which means just if we do a conservative estimate, there is no way in the world that they have been driving all night. They started the night before. It's, it's fucking impossible. It's Im- no, it, No, but it's not. Like, because they're not all the way there, so they haven't driven the full time. i so, well, being so pedantic. They again. are anyway, almost. Bullshit. They are
1: almost all the way but there, aren't they?
0: I've got a problem with... Well, I'll, I'll tell you what my problem is. So Andy's saying they've been driving for hours. Well I that's, that's why, why you go to Harvard. Are they not at this wedding? Why aren't they at this wedding? That was my question. So the bus could be anywhere. And Jen says that, well, we could have missed them. And Graham says, you can't miss a, gra- a giant grey bus filled with high school football players. And I was like,
1: and that right there is why Andy and Jack are still here. Because they're literally chasing a big bus full of football players from high school. And I I, I can get down with that. I mean, it's a bit creepy. but so I also
0: I- just want to point out, at this point, that Jen's drinking a massive cup of coffee. Of course she is. No, I just want to find out. Because Grams hasn't shared the coke. So, (laughs) (laughs) you've got to find your uppers somewhere, everybody. So, they they find the bus, right? They find the bus, and Jen goes running out. They find the bus, and the bus has just pulled over for like a rest stop
1: or whatever. And uh, it's just all like, there's another really bad Yui. When they see the bus, Grams is like, (laughs) (laughs) Off the (laughs) I-45 or wherever they are. But Um, she... And And then Jen comes out looking like some gothic princess
0: and then just goes completely mental. Screaming, trying to run into a toilet. A men's toilet. Like, do you know what? Again, it's the drama. Like, it doesn't need to be this dramatic. I mean, first off, I really need to say this, and I'm going to put it out there before we get started on what happens next. Jen has been in a car for what is apparently from night into morning, and she's drinking coffee. Can you imagine what Jen's breath smells like? I'm just saying, (laughs) right? (laughs) That is a really good point. So then Jen's running around screaming and she's like, ah, tries to get into the toilet and she's like, Henry, Henry Parker. Because oh, you know, if you shouted Henry, maybe sick. you wouldn't know it was him. Henry, everybody is of course staring at a body of water. Yeah.
1: He's just like nonchalantly doing his best to have Avicrombie and Fitch poses and he's just leaning against a tree. No,
0: he's not. He's thinking this would be a great place to dump a body is what he's fucking thinking. Henry, portrait of a serial killer, staring at a body of water. So Jen finds him. A guy asks her if she's lost her mind. Yes. The answer is yes. And she says that nine months ago you paid $500 to kiss me. Do you remember when that happened? Yeah, I do. forgot about that um and that i was it's uh, just such uh, sorry she Fucking was too dumb this, to know what he was but really it's just offering her. But, but it, it doesn't make any sense he was
1: literally just offering it he, like henry is not that deep he was paying for a kiss with a hot girl or a wank when he got home like seriously thank and, and you like,
0: that is exactly it and she's that's saying fine, that henry,
1: like but that is what you were paying
0: there was Jen, no I think deeper you're meaning reading into this a bit too much there was Look. no deeper meaning like she's you were offering me like, basically, I didn't know what you were offering me, but I know now it means there is such a thing as a second chance. That makes no sense That No, either. it makes no sense. Literally no And no, no sense. matter how, you, how jaded you are... How old right, or jaded this, you are, says far, 16-year-old Jen, Jen. Like, for fuck's
1: sake. Join the nunnery with Andy, Jen. I mean... Right, no, no, no. If anyone here is gets single worse. and
0: over 30, why, why are you even alive, honestly? <laughs> you should have married your best mate in some sort of pack. <laughs> so, what Jen says is... When you meet the person you're supposed to be with... It, again, as a teenager, it's yeah. 16 But also, like, Henry, though. Henry. Like, portrait of a serial killer. Like, she says that, like... When you meet someone, everything is going to be new. A sunset, a cheesy love song, and especially sex. Oh! And Grams d- is, like, just enthusiastic, like a fucking steal yeah. in the car. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Like, oh, suddenly like, Grams is, like, smiling away. Like, what the and fuck? And then, like,
1: she said sex, Grams. But I think,
0: I think Grams has peaked so much. She's not just, like, she's just not <laughs> she, on this planet she's anymore. Not, she's not she's hearing anything. She's just, like,
1: anything. hell yeah, sex, sex Whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's, just <laughs> <laughs> she's just getting she's, she's what's going
1: on to chase down the cocaine and now it's all about the love so it's fine. So like uh, oh. Gr- looks really, really, really pleased. And, and, and there's an entire audience around them as well. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Just go and bang him in the woods. And, and Jen basically admits that the reason that they didn't have sex at the prom was because she was nervous. And even though she's been with guys before, or statue truly raped, as we call it. Yeah, She's never been with anybody she loved and therefore she's more of a virgin than he is. You're not, Jen. No. Like he, he's literally a virgin who is about to lose his virginity he's just somebody he you loves you're somebody who's not a virgin who's not going to shag someone you love I mean that, that is just how it is Jen I'm sorry you can't have it I know always. but
0: again it's like that sort of thing about what it tells the audience and it's because like because sex about is precious
1: people sex- hold it everybody. in your heart hold it in your handbag hold it in your pocket keep it wherever you can That make sure you is. do it with the right person Listen, and only that one person it's a golden ticket don't, don't do it everyone eyes. it's like Willie it might Michael die Walker. the next day in South Korea but it'll be worth it <laughs> It's just
0: terrible messaging. Um, And also, Jen Jen basically just
1: outs to the entire football team, which I'd imagine will be like bro heavy, um,
0: that Henry's a virgin. Well done, Jen. That's going to be a fun three months for him. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck with that, Henry. And Henry obviously is like, oh, yeah, cheers. And Mm. Jen says, what does Jen say? She kisses him.
1: Uh, because sometimes there is no need for words. She kisses him. And everyone cheers, including
0: Grams. Oh, He's breath just must stink. I'm sorry. Like, oh, can you imagine? Cost of breath. Do you know, like, whenever you've been around people who have drank a lot of coffee and haven't brushed their teeth. Oh, God. You all be making a mental the
1: last time I drank coffee and didn't brush my teeth.
0: No, it's not you, um, don't worry. So, yeah, everyone cheers. And, and it's yeah, all just weird as and fuck. And Jen's breath must be minging. Right, and then... The panpipes are in, everyone. We've got some beautiful Little Mermaid panpipes and we're back at the wedding. And Percy is watching Joey and... In a mint, in a mint bridesmaid dress. And a I cardi. really feel like we've had some great value pastel bridesmaid dresses over the past couple of episodes because Andy was a frosted lilac. That was a prom dress. I mean, it was a bridesmaid dress as well, though. Let's Technically, yeah. And now Joey is in some sort of like pastel mint satin I
1: mean, she looks amazing, is it? Joey would yeah, look amazing in anything.
0: Gorgeous. I wish they'd put but some it's fucking awful frosted eye mint.
1: I mean, really, and a cardigan. And Percy's like, mm, look at that cardigan. Ugh. I
0: think if Percy
1: put and a cardigan, be all right. And Joey goes up to him it? and says that she can't give him a reason to stay because she's got so much junk to work through. And I got really confused because I thought junk in America was like slang for penis. <laughs> and I was like, is she really just saying? like I'm, I'm I've Darth got to give Darlene a coin over I've first. I've got, got a lot of cock to get through before I get to yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got list, Percy But whatever, Joey, I like it You oh, do, you empower, love Empowerment, go for it And um, Percy basically says that, you know I mean, these are my notes from front last night. Percy then says she has made her voice good for her. I'm guessing that isn't <laughs> what was said. And I was very tired at half past three. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, Percy. Would you tell me what that, that means? Yeah. <laughs> Percy, um, she says to Percy I can't give you a reason to stay. And um Apart from my vagina. Yeah, well, and she says how I feel about you and how I feel about Dawson. And Percy says, Right, you've made your choice right there. You've made your choice good for you.
1: No, uh,
0: mm. well, I think that there's. Uh, I do no, know. I don't know. I don't care. I really want to wee. And uh, we <laughs> we, need to, we need to finish this at some point. So yeah, you've got. We've got no chance, mate. You're gonna have to piss yourself. So <laughs> he he says that Can we charge extra. Oh, <laughs> not the right, not the right audience. Oh, sorry. if we thought this was OnlyFans. No. I don't know what we're streaming. To? No. <laughs> um, so he says, you know, that wasn't so hard, was it? <laughs> hard. Oh, it will be. Uh, and um, um, you should have made it months ago, and it saved everyone a lot of heartache and um, energy. And then Dawson approaches, and he's like, mm, "I see that all members of the triangle are present and accounted for." And Joey, rightly, takes the camera out of... Takes the, oh, my God, do you remember those single-use cameras yeah. from the late 90s and early 90s? And Joey's like, I'm going to take some pictures. You can both fuck off. So she lays out of there pretty fucking It's quite quickly. awkward, though, because Pacey basically says,
1: because he thinks this is the last time he's going to see Joey. Oh,
0: and he's like, do I not get a
1: goodbye? And she's just, like, running off with her Kodak fucking snappy-snap
0: camera. <laughs> yeah, snappy and she's snaps. just like, bye. And then fucks off. And I was like, She's oh, that's like, that's a bit harsh. Well, no, that's I, I bit thought harsh. it was a bit like she was like she goes goodbye, Percy. I love the way that Joey says Percy as well. So Dawson is fuming, and he's like, Richard. for a fucking change, I swear to good God, Dawson, give it a rest, take a day off. So he says, I'm just wondering what the hell you are doing here. It's oh, like, like Dawson, mate, it's your, Dawson. Best,
1: it's, your, it's your best mate. Like you are the best mates, made of honour. Don't be surprised when Percy pops up. Do you also up.
0: wonder why P- Mitch and Gale are so in, like so important to everyone in Capeside? And it's like, how bad is the parenting in general in, <laughs> <laughs> in Capeside? That oh, Mitch yeah, and they are the, gold the, standards? Like the Brady bunch,
1: like, <laughs> mum and dad, when they're not when Fuck they're not me. fucking on the table and filming it, they're fucking other people. Anyway, so yeah, Pacey says uh, that he wanted to be here for his parents. His yeah. parents and Dawson says that he'll pass on the congratulations. He won't you want and Pacey says speaking of congratulations he should pass them on to him
0: and Dawson's like
1: what are you talking about Joey made her choice he is it he got what she wanted I mean for fuck's sake Joey's (laughs) literally not like a packet of mints that just gets fucking knocked about but apparently is to Dawson Um, that's exactly
0: what she is and Pacey says only child Dawson
1: (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ Pacey says things are never going to be the same again between us are they and Dawson's
0: like no well, right. he doesn't like, he's just all angry eyebrows, all angry eyebrows and fuming nostrils. A massive hell. And massive And like, yeah, I didn't think so. And he leaves. So then we go back to Jen and. The road trip from the hell. The road trip from the cocaine road trip from hell. And that might be the episode title, <laughs> actually. What do you think, everyone? Cocaine road trip from hell. And um it's like it's Fear in Lothan in Las Vegas. But in, <laughs> fear in love in, fear in, Lothan in, in Lothan Cape, and Side. Cape Side. I'm mescaline. Um. (laughs) I'm so high on mescaline. I don't know. So they're talking, and Henry's saying he'll write every day. He won't because he can't write. And And he doesn't know what a day is. But he he can read to But he can't put it down for everyone. And Jen says, which I thought was like. Oh, this, is, this is where my pedantry probably is quite good because she says, like, like please make sure you come back in one piece, which was when she, at the beginning with the first conversation where she's saying that she hopes that, he, like, he essentially dies a horrible, painful death. I thought that was quite good. So Andy says that was awesome and Jack says that she's going to have to resign from the bitter club. And oh, Jen says she'll be a club that just got founded like two spirit. minutes ago. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine the resignation process is going to be that onerous. But whatever. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> just stop being bitter. There you go. You're out. Grams is very proud, though. Grams is very proud. Yeah, look Jen. at that.
1: My 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 daughter announced the fact that she's not a virgin and that she wants to fuck somebody who is in front of an entire crowd of football men. Um, but. Grams is really proud, which he never would be, but whatever. But Cocaine. it's every possibility that, that, um, that Grams had some sort
0: of train on a sea one So Jen sort.
1: decides that they've got one more thing to do on their oh. crap ADM road trip. I'm going to say yeah. crap ADM. It's meant to be crap ADM, but it is hell. It is literal hell. Um, and it's Jack's turn, apparently, because they're just going to, like, literally just, like, go for and down, like, the, the, the state Easton stalking Seaboard,
0: people. trying to find Stick people. to the car. stick to the coast. Just... should have go with Pacey and curve crawl? Do you know and what? like we'll get onto it in a bit but like uh like fuck off no
1: so they decide that they are going to go to Boston to see Ethan
0: yeah thank you Someone just scoffed and, in the and, background. And
1: Jen, Jen says to Grams, like, what's the best route to Boston? Boston? Bo- 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 <laughs> Boston, like she's some sort of fucking religious Tom Tom. <laughs> remember Tom Toms before Sat
0: Navs? Like, Grams- religious Siri. Grams- Siri, Grams- take Grams-
1: me to Boston. Grams can't even do a U-turn for fuck's sake. Um, and then we go back to the shite wedding and uh. Joey and Dan, uh, Joey, jury- Joey and Dan. I'm obsessed with Dan as well. (laughs) Dawson... Dan, Dan, where is Dan? Where is Dan? Dawson and Joey are dancing, and... I thought this scene was really sad. Dawson's used this line before, definitely, because he's been... So's Grams, Because he's been dancing with her and he said that he before he's been able to look into her eyes and know everything that she's thinking and now Mm. he doesn't but he's done this before and I can't remember when nor do I care um (laughs) and and Jen just 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 like Joey's like I was thinking about the summer and all of the things that we you know we didn't get to spend last summer together I'm thinking about all of the things that we could do there's a lot to catch up on and then she basically lists some activities about what they could do in the summer and she does it kind of in the way that you would imagine an inmate from Guantanamo Bay to list, like, the waterboarding and (laughs) sleep deprivation schedule, because she is fucking not into this whatsoever.
0: Oh, poor Joey. Like, I feel awful for her because she's trying so hard. It's like... she's just not now, though. I've had to make this decision, right? (laughs) I've made this decision that I didn't want to make. Dawson's fucking fuming, and she is... Do you know... She is trying her best. She is. To she stop is trying her best. And it's it's uncomfortable and it's awful and it's vaguely abusive it because is. it's like it's like her trying to talk around someone who could very reasonably kick the fuck off and I don't like it at all and it upset me a bit because and s- I feel just so bad for Joey. And speaking about massive twats and people that we feel sorry for, uh,
1: we get to Boston.
0: Yay. Oh, you've just go, sped over that sink, Katie's right like, I need because, to piss so uh, No, no, it's not just needing to piss, it's the fact that I know this venue shuts at 6 and it's 22. We'll be all right, though, won't we? <laughs> so now we're at Ethan's boarding school, and...
1: Is it his boarding school? It looks like Harvard, everything looks no, like well, Harvard. No, well, they're in here. Boston,
0: because if you recall, I did have a think about this, and this is where they met, if you remember, they met on the train out of Boston. And they're at the boarding school, And Jack is like, wish me luck and he sees Ethan and runs over. Now, the thing I hate about this scene is that well, no, there's something really good about this scene where we'll get into at the end of it. But at the same time at the same time, Ethan doesn't fucking deserve this. He doesn't deserve it at all. Ethan doesn't deserve it. No, Ethan doesn't deserve Jack. (laughs) Yeah, yeah he is twi- I, I am with you. Ja- but Ethan, no, Ethan doesn't deserve he does. Jack's
1: courage. Ethan oh, doesn't deserve. Sorry, I thought you meant he didn't. He didn't deserve the position that he was putting him in. No,
0: no, no. Ethan didn't deserve the the effort and the grand gesture. Yeah, that Jack oh made. yeah. No, I'm he so didn't. glad you explained that. He didn't. And it really, really bothered me. And this this is the bit that
1: cements that Ethan is just another AJ. Like, Ethan has spent all of his time kind of building Jack up, pretending that he's like king of the gays. This is how you do it, you know. And all of that time, well, well, we'll find out. So he basically goes up to Ethan and kisses him. And it's hot. I'm sorry, it is hot. I did. And like Ethan looks really hot in this. It is and hot. I, I fancy Jack, I fancy Ethan and them together. I wanted the kids to go on for longer. But it didn't, it and I'm a pervert, a but like, moving away from that, it was just a quick case. And then we've got Brad, he sat there, and as we all know, Brad was Ethan's ex. And Brad well, also went to the Matt Caulfield School of Middle Aged Teenagers. Yeah. Do you not know think? Mi- Middle Aged teenagers who've spent a fucking lot of time in the gym, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He, like Ethan is on the roids. Everyone's on something in this episode. Um <laughs> So it turns out that Ethan, who... I mean, we we still don't know how much time has passed. It's been enough time for Gayle and Mitch to arrange a shotgun wedding and all the rest of it. We don't know how much time has gone between the prom and now. But Ethan and Brad are basically still together, or they've got back together. And I just think that if Ethan was doing... Like, Ethan has invested a lot or seemed to invest a lot into his relationship with Jack, and he knows that Jack is really vulnerable and he is in a position where he... Yep. What, what Ethan's basically done is awful it's abhorrent and if he was going to get back with Brad he should have at least let Ethan know he didn't know the, Jack no j- sorry Jack he didn't yet. he didn't know that Jack was gonna like randomly turn up in Boston. Fair enough, but this is the person that he's literally been coaching, schooling on the right things to do, on how to feel, who, who forced him into a prom that ended up in this huge divide, this huge societal divide that was really unusual in the '90s. You know, taking a stand um, for sexuality and all the rest of it, and it's just crap. Ethan, you are fucking. Crap. Ethan, you're the and fucking And you deserve worst. Brad. And by the way, steroids. Make the penis small.
0: Enjoy that, Ethan. Nice one, Ethan. So he, well, Brad basically lays on out of there <laughs> because you fucking Brad's just like, I've got to go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Brad's roided brain can only get out one sentence. Ethan says, I owe you an explanation. And Jack says, do you know what? There's none necessary. I've just inducted myself into the halls of the permanently pathetic. Which, like, no, Jack, you didn't, Jack. I, I really feel badly for Jack. And I think that Jack is probably one of the better-wrote characters in this episode, in terms of what happens with him. And I think that the character the is really, really good. So, Ethan says, like, listen, the timing isn't there. Basically, Ethan, it's not you, Ethan it's Ethan has nothing him, to say. And Jack,
1: Jack says, you don't need to say anything. And Ethan, who loves to say things? He loves words, Ethan, doesn't he? He's he fucking full loves of them. shit. And Ethan's just like,
0: great, I've been given an out. I don't need to say anything because there's nothing I can say because I'm a complete twat. Um, well, no, he tries to tell him about him and Brad. And Jack's like, yeah, I don't want to fucking hear about it. Yeah. Like, I'll see you all oh, right, and Ethan says he's sorry. Like, oh, I love Jack. I love him. I'm sorry, Jack. I'm sorry it happened to you. And then we go from that shit show into Dawson's speech. Hello,
1: megalomania. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Dawson is, and come on, like, and I, I, I have mentioned this. I am, a oh. Le- I am a Leo, and I can be a little bit self-obsessed. I'm also an only child. All of those things together are just a terrible storm. This scene made me fucking cringe as a Leo and as an only child. This made me cringe. even I couldn't do this. So Dawson basically Dawson fraps, <laughs> He frames the entire somehow about manages his parents to make about this. Himself. Oh my God. So he says that his parents got married when they were very young, and Dawson didn't understand why he wasn't on any of the pictures. <laughs> Like, it's you all about me. Fucking not All about Seriously? me. Seriously. Like, how many people with parents, because I don't have a full set, but um, <laughs> if anyone's. No, wants you've to do never mentioned it. But how many people with parents would literally be looking at the wedding pictures and going, well, where am I? Like how conceited do you have to be? You have to be Dawson level conceited. Like you've not to even, you, you were, have you were not born even after being they got married. Dawson, you shit And he said that it's hard to imagine the people that you love having an entire life before you because they just they just they just existed to give life to Dawson and and to fuck him up. And now today he's experiencing firsthand, and he gets to be in the pictures. So that's all good, isn't it, guys? You know. Mum's had an affair. Everything's gone to shit. But at least your big, massive five head is in the pictures because that's all we care about. So... I guess he goes into a speech where he says that the point of everything is to forgive and he thinks that that's what
0: love really means, that you can forgive anything. How Um, you make a wedding, and I know it's a fucked up wedding, it is a fucked up wedding, but how you make this about your relationship with yourself, not not girlfriend, 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 and your best friend, not best friend. Like, it's a special type of art, that. It really fucking is. It takes a special type of person. I know. Darcy, like, I mean, king of the Leo. <laughs> and he's a Pisces, everyone. Like, I don't I don't know how he manages to do it. It is absolutely batshit and it is the most bizarre speech I have ever had the pleasure of engaging with and it's just like... Because it goes into basically him
1: addressing Joey and saying that um,
0: it's like, it, he you knows um, that love
1: means forgiving. And, all, and, oh! and I, I guess if you, if you take it at face value... You don't know what the word means, Dawson. And if, you, if you take it at face value, it is quite nice because he says that, you know, his parents... Taught
0: him that love As I say, it takes a special type of person to be able to double-meaning a bloody speech about your parents and also talk directly to your girlfriend, not girlfriend. <laughs> no, yeah, that's well, that's word. exactly yeah, what he is. He's a megalomaniac. That. It's megalomaniacal. Is that the word? No. Oh, yeah, it's like you, you, you know
1: auditioned I mean? for Dawson's Creep. he didn't quite make it, love. <laughs> um, <laughs> not enough words in the vocab. So he basically says that his parents taught him that love doesn't conquer all. That love ends and begins again. None of that makes sense. Dawson jog on. Him and Joey look at each other, and then Joey is walking across the jetty because, of course, water. Water to Dawson, and she tells him that his speech was beautiful
0: and asks him no, if he like, meant Do- it. No, like His speech wasn't just beautiful; right
1: egotistical, and of course, he meant
0: it. Absolutely, he means every fucking word he says because he's an absolute and utter shit. Hawk. I don't I can't find any other word to describe him at this point. I mean, like, cotton fuck cotton. off, Dawson. Just fuck off. He says he meant every word. And that's why he she should turn around and go. She needs to turn around and go to Percy. And Joey's like what? And he says Last year, you had the opportunity to study in Paris. And because of me, you didn't. Because it's all about me, Joey. Was it just
1: me who was thinking it? It's a good job she wasn't in Paris because she'd bumped into AJ's Unsufferable Morgan and I couldn't oh, speak. they couldn't and be doing, doing little paintings on, the,
0: paintings on the pavement together. Seriously, people don't arrested.
1: go to Paris. It's just full of insufferable twats from Cape Side. Joey said, um,
0: But Joey, because she's a fucking nice person, like, this wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. Yeah, I mean, and he's like, it was, I should have yeah, made, I should have made you, you go. Because, go, because Joey oh, Joey's has got no agency. agency.
1: None.
0: She oh, just, just, she do just do does what the whatever men tell a man tells her to Shut do. your pretty face and do what the men tell you to and wear do, And mint monstrosity and still look good in it.
1: Um, and apparently Dawson refuses to mi- make the same mistake again. Oh, fuck off And Dawson. Joey said it was her choice and she wants to stay. And Dawson says that even he can see it. And Pacey is this guy's Paris, which I liked. It's like <laughs> it's next year's new black, Percy.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Paris is the new Percy. Do you think that there is a little bit of self awareness in this little speech, or no?
1: Uh Yeah, I do. I, I, I'm going to give Percy. I'm going to give Dawson his pass. Sorry, obsessed. I'm going to give Dawson his pass, and I do think there is a bit of self awareness because he does let her go mm. because she's his to and let go.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and this is it, isn't it? it and also for me as well in this scene. It's it's not a nice scene. It's not a nice scene. It's not like listen, I know, like I care about you and I love you. So like let's move through it a little bit then. And he says like you have to go, you have to see, you have to see for yourself. And I can stand here and tell you it's a colossal mistake, Joey! And that all roads lead back to me for
1: fuck. As long as you don't do five to seven miles under the speed limit because they all lead back to Doug in that case. <laughs>
0: But it's not going to make any difference. And, you know, words and speeches sound great, but they don't add up to anything fucking finally, finally. And all that matters right now is that what is what you want, which you get, like... Do you know the irony of Dawson going, like, mm. words and speeches sound great and all that matters is what you want? And like, but again, he doesn't fucking mean it. So and Joey says, like, um, I don't know what I she want. Said, yeah, she says that she wants to be friends
1: and she wants to know that he doesn't hate her. And and he can't. He's say like, like, like they or, are just know, he's words. Turn around and, and this he's is when it such all such gets a bit punched under the opera. And I like it. And for anyone who's not seen, oh or right, or okay. Do you, you want me to do it? But he's basically like, go now,
0: you, go, you go, go now. <laughs> you want him like I want you. You love him go like I love you. Go before I change you. my mind. The only difference is, go now and don't look back. He loves you uh, back. Ooh. Oh, Dawson. Oh, just. And just like the Phantom of the Opera, Dawson also has a facial disfigurement. Um, what actually he says is that she deserves that, which she does, and that he's not going to be the one who stands in the way of getting, of you getting that. So you're free and you can do what you want. And she says, like, I want us to be friends and I want to know that you don't hate me. And Dawson... Back on his fucking bullshit. They're just words, Joey. Just words. Because after you're done dispensing pleasant trees, really you're going to turn but... around and you're going to walk away from me, aren't you? <laughs> you're saying the bottom of the opera. Yes, you're I right. told you. Thank you. And Go Joey's down. like, actually, yeah, you're right. Fuck off. See you. And then she does the
1: runaway maid of honour and just fucks off in a I... terrible dress. On the
0: surface, the... <sighs>
1: And this is uh, like, not all all joking aside. She leaves, and Dawson breaks down, and it's the cry face, and we've all laughed about it, and it was what this entire episode was about. But D- Dawson is genuinely heartbroken, and if Dawson I looked can't... like marginally better than he does, we'd all like be a bit more supportive of him because that's how shallow people are. But seriously, like. It is, he has, he has realised he needs to let her go. He's really going fine with the offer now. But he can't but it, do it with any not, sort of... No, I know, he's
0: still got to be a dick, but he is still a teenage boy and... I know you're going to do this and this is what you do for Darson and he doesn't deserve it. Like, he's had episodes, which in Darson's Creek world could have literally been about five months. And There's my children again. And I just feel like he can't, like, he can't do it with like a little bit of dignity. Like he can't do it with a little bit of like niceness. And I mean, a big he snotty first
1: cry, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Very but do you know that I get why it? he
0: cries? The crying isn't the point, And I don't even mean it. And also, is anyone else surprised? But the thing is, Dawson, Dawson could have dragged this out
1: for longer. He could have if he wanted to, and you would have let him. He could have dragged it and dragged it and dragged it and dragged it. Pacey could have gone away to be an able seaman. I'll let that sink in. Um <laughs> and Dawson could have continued to play this kind of like you've got to do this for me shtick that he's been doing, and he hasn't, and he stopped it, and I will give him that.
0: End of. I just don't. I just think he could have done it with some more grace, and he didn't. He was a shit. He was a shit, and he made her feel bad. And he goes on and on about loving her, and on and on about caring for her. But I don't think that you could treat someone you you genuinely love. You probably couldn't,
1: but at the same time, and I will go back to it because I am really boring, but. As teenagers, we all had to discover a lot and I reckon as adults, we still haven't quite worked out how it's meant to be and there are perfect ways of doing things and there are ways that we wish we were able to do things, but we can't always do things like that. And then we go back to the uh, crap diem road trip and Jack has been dropped off at home and he's absolutely devastated oh, and we get... What is actually, in my opinion, the night... Bad ni- Dad's back, here. Bad, yeah, dad bad Dad is on the scene, everyone. I am not calling it. I think Bad Dad might have been on the scene somewhere back until he got forced to marry the mum, <laughs> but anyway. This scene, I think, is actually my favourite scene in the entire episode. Like, the, So Jack comes back and he's absolutely broken, like completely heartbroken, and Jack's dad is saying, I've got something to show you, which is a bit weird, but anyway. Um, and...
0: Jack Jack's is. not in the mood. Jack's full. Do you know what I think that Kerr Smith is one of the better actors in this show. I think that he does a really good job with Jack. Bearing in mind he was almost fucking 30 as well. He probably was 30, wasn't he? Um he d- he does a great job. Also, sorry to go off track just a tiny bit, but I've just realized as well that Kerr Smith's in Riverdale and I gave up on Riverdale because it got full <laughs> of that shit, but I might have to go back to it. I do have to say if anyone listens to our podcast and thinks it's, like,
1: like, two hours is a bit too long. This is, like, normally... This is literally what, this we is, this is what we are, I know. This is what we and cut so much, And we out cut a thing. load of shit out of it, and we should probably work out a format that makes it more user-friendly for these sort of shows. But anyway, you're here with us, and you're stuck with us. There's you're no all th- drinking. You don't care.
0: No, you don't. Keep going to the bar, please. <laughs> you're like, this is great! So, Let's have another drink!
1: So, yeah, so basically, Jack is really, really unhappy, and he's done... He's really put himself out oh, there. Jack and everything else, and, it, you know, it's a huge deal for him, and obviously his dad was a massive raging fucking homophobe initially, and now his dad, I mean, he's just had, like, a complete 360, hasn't he, really? 180, um,
0: Katie, I know you don't have a mass
1: GCSE, but... So, Jack, 360, 180, what the hell?
0: <laughs> so, Jack says Two that, totally
1: different things. You know, he says that he does want to hear what Jack has to say, and Jack tries to shock him by saying, but I kissed him. You know, I kissed a boy, and then he rejected me, basically. Yeah. And he's waiting for his dad to be shocked, and his dad, like, kind of, like... I get that it's problematic when you think that your children are gonna have a specific plan in life. But you can't, you know, no no matter what they choose to do, you know, if they're extremely academic and they decide to do nothing with that. And it's kind of lumping like being gay until I go, well, we had all these high hopes for you, but then you became gay. And I guess that's what it was like in the nineties, sadly. And
0: hopefully we've moved on a bit yeah. from there. But I think what's interesting in this scene is that like Jack's start like Jack's so frustrated and upset. He tries to start a fight with his dad because he is frustrated and upset. And he's like, But his
1: dad recognizes what he's doing as well. Exactly, which is is
0: what's quite nice about it is that, so yeah, like suddenly Bad Dad is not so much of a shit anymore, everyone. So congratulations, Bad Dad. You can be relegated to just Mr. McPhee. You've always quite liked him, I know. I haven't, not when he was a massive homophobe, but now he's not doing it. No, you you had a little story for him, though, which is what what I mean. Oh, when he was shagging his secretary. So yeah, the, about him shagging his secretary. So basically, Jack is saying that he, he, like he, Bad Dad wants yeah. to talk to Jack. He knows that he's upset, and Bad Dad's and um, uh, Jack's like you. I don't. You don't want to talk to me. Like you don't know what, what's happened. The thought and of me kissing
1: another guy yeah, disgust like, you. Yeah. I disgust you. And then his dad says it's not true, and oh. Jack's like, "Yes, it is true." And his dad's basically saying, "Look, I can see that you're angry and hurt, trying to uh, pick a fight with me, but that's not what I want right now." And Jack raises a really good. question. <laughs> Question yeah, that is this so is sad great. and
0: it's still pertinent. But can you not tell that who wrote this episode was a gay man? I was going to say because yeah, it's that it's whole Greg thing Blanc, about like, who you, wrote go, a lot of Jack. you go yeah. through teenagehood
1: and it is. I'm going to get told on Discord, I'm wrong now. awful to go through. Like, growing up is hard. It's really, really, really difficult. But if you are in any way, shape, or form different for whatever reason, it's even harder to go through. And something, you know, like. Like I've always kind of said about coming out, like no one who is heterosexual has had to sit the parents down and go, "Do you know what, Mum? I really like cock. <laughs> like I love it. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna stick with it for life." Yeah, it's a really good but, point. You know, if you're gonna be lesbian or gay or bi, which you might not believe, Mum, um, you, you you do have to go through a phase where you've not a phase. You have got to sit your parents down and basically tell them what you like to put in your mouth. <laughs> And, it, you know, it's, it, it's it something... Is, no, so, I've never thought of it like that. It's something that is... <laughs> but it's, it's something that is, you know, it, it's really difficult. And his dad's obviously had a lot to deal with thinking about it. And he's gone through a lot of pain and anguish. And Jack says, you know, I didn't want to be gay. Aww. I didn't ask to be gay. And his dad goes, I didn't ask to have a gay son. And I kind of went... Ooh. But at the same time, no, he didn't. And I don't have children. <laughs> you might have noticed by the amount of alcohol that I drink. But if I did, I would want them to be... I can understand a parent's disappointment when they... You want your children to have nothing that they can be bullied for. You want them to have nothing that makes them different, nothing that makes them stand out. And sadly, in life, there's always something. And I think parents But can you also it. want them to be special. Yeah, you, but you want to think that they're normal. But what the fuck is normal? Like, there yeah. isn't a normal. And I think that we're really coming on with kind of moving the boundaries of what normal is. But back then, it was kind of like anything that ostracised you or that, you know, put a light on you for something would be massively, massively looked at. And, you know, there was the chance that your child would be bullied and nobody would want their child to be bullied. So a lot of parents, I think genuinely, if you said to them, would you want your child to be gay or not, would say no. And it's not homophobia. It's wanting, you you know, your children to fit a societal norm. And thankfully, we're getting... Moving away from that massively, but it's like anything else. It's you just want the best for your children and you don't want them to be in any way, shape, or form harmed by anything, but you just can't protect them forever. And I think Jack's dad is finally sort of understanding that you know he didn't want that, however, he says he's really, really glad that he did get that. And that for a message, then in the 90s, is just like this is the yeah. scene that moved me the most. In this Do you know what episode. I forgot to
0: say as well? Is that obviously with all of this? This this episode, that kiss with Jack and Ethan was, was the first was the first um, gay kiss on primetime TV. Was it really? Yeah, I forgot to say. It. Yeah, so woo! And so Jack in this it episode. It should have been longer, but it, it should have yeah. been. No, <laughs> sorry, first they said passionate kiss, and I was that like, was have passion. you seen? Have you seen fucking Percy and Joey kiss? That was like, passion. which is when you think about it like that, it's really a fa- like it's really. Yes, they did, yeah. Really far oh, away, seriously. yeah. Like they wanted it really far away, yeah. We can be gay, but not too gay and too close yeah. up. Right. Close. That is good to know. I they mean, didn't have Brookside, mates, I'm just saying.
1: It was a hot angle.
0: Do you know what? Props to this episode. Props to Greg Berlanti. Props to my bladder for still going through yes. this. Yeah. Props to Kerr G- <laughs> Smith. All of it. Aye. Like and 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 obviously we have to put on the caveat. I say this as a straight white woman. Like, I thought it was done well, and I thought the frustration of Jack, and the upset of Jack. Yeah, nice one, guys. I think that that was written by it Greg Vellante, so it worked. It, it could have right. been. I say Let's, this is is a slightly bisexual mixed race woman. Yeah, is, which no one would ever believe. No, but. no one would believe <laughs> any <laughs> of that <laughs> shit. But it is <laughs> true. So then we've got Dawson at the end of the wedding, and he goes upstairs to his room, and he has to walk through like this sort of scene of love, which is quite in, funny. Well, at the, Darcy, the Darcy, wedding pie, fucking and Charlie crawling through a load of like bedroom. bedroom.
1: <laughs> And he opens the door, and I genuinely. And of course, thought, everyone's in his fucking no, bedroom. No, I thought the writers were going to be absolute bastards and have his parents fucking on his bed, <laughs> and I was quite looking
0: forward to it as well. But thankfully, the writers. Can I also say as well, not an episode. To be honest, i think have what I'd rather find
1: on my bed: my parents oh, fucking. Oh, Hi fucking,
0: Oh, that oh, fucking oh, um, horrendous picture oh, of him Andy. and Joey in the background. <laughs> Jesus perky, perky Christ, Andy. can we set fire to that shit yet or what? That would have been a brilliant ending to this episode. Is it just going no, up Dawson in flames? Dawson just taking his fucking shit out onto it. So but basically, no, it turns out that Jen, Andy and Jack are the there. The happy
1: posse. like Jack's picked himself up on the floor of absolute devastation, which would have been
0: something. Yeah, he seems deep, pretty chipper, and he, actually, yeah, he? chipper. He even went to the movie store. Um, he went to the video the store. The video the movie store, store, whatever it is. Yeah. Also, Andy says that she called Jack Attack, which is a new one oh, on yeah. me. Oh yeah, she called me Jack Jack now we've got Jack
1: Attack. Like, never heard that before. It's terrible. Like it. Jack please Attack. Don't, Jack please is. don't. Please oh, don't say is.
0: it again. Anyway, so, yeah, they
1: they, they want to give him friendship and all the rest of it. Obviously, Dawson doesn't want anything about it. Um, he tries to reject it, and they're like, "Oh no, you're not allowed to." You know, we're going to stay here, basically, even though you don't want us. And then there's a bit of a burn about um, music. You'll, you 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 need to do this bit because it's about like the, yeah, right, the writers slagging really like, writers off. Get, like, it's dead matter.
0: Oh, words there right out go. my mouth. Um, yeah, I thought it was really clever. It was really cute. Ooh. <laughs> that's it. Oh. That's you've been talking for too long, bitches. It's really mattering. It's really cute this scene because they start talking about essentially they describe Dawson's Creek. They talk about like talking about Freud and Spielberg, and that like Jen says we're not in Capeside anymore, Toto, and we're in some alternate. I don't alternate... get that. Bit. But anyway, not going to dwell on uh, it. Oh no, two well, past yeah, <laughs> it's it's just this like really clever little thing. My, you can tell that my children like. A I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm literally
1: about to do what your children are going to do and just, like, start right, right, running they're around. Right they're So, yeah, so basically,
0: they're, they're, also, they're there for Katie Dawson. Was that Katie telling me to do a scene and then taking over? They are there She's Jen's talking. I'm just going to talk right over you. I like, am. you're not even here. They are you there You go for, for Dawson. a piss and I'll talk about they how better this Dawson. show is. Yeah, they, they're they there for Dawson. And Dawson and eventually accepts it. All oh, right, okay. Because he has to. Yeah. Because he's literally given no choice. He's got but the Brady Bunch on his juve. Um, and he, but Jen makes a really clever quip about the intellects being sharper and quips are wittier. And this is what she means, that it's not curbside, it's essentially Dawson's Creek. And that the quips are wittier and the hearts are repeatedly broken while faintly in the background, some soon-to-be out-of-date yeah. contemporary pop music. Can players. you
1: imagine... Also, hey, what's contemporary pop? Doesn't exist. Can you imagine being the artist that was chosen for that background song? <laughs> and it's like, we're basically going to say your song shit. And there's not a chance it's going to make it into anybody's memory. But you also
0: are a struggling artist and you want some royalties. So where do you sign up? It's like, sell your soul here. Um, Uh, Well, Dawson says, why does it hurt so much? And this is what's really cute, is that Andy says, the pain makes us real. So it's like, it's... No, because it's like... The whole thing's fake, but they're real. Like, I thought it was really clever. And that they can't do it alone. And they sit down, and Darsen asks what they did today. And they all start talking I mean, about that is a done. story, to be fair. So, it is a story, in all well, fairness, Dawson, you got got to feel a bit Gramma better about to yourself.
1: And, and it all went to shit. She started shouting at the stars, and it ended up with me. <laughs> Grams is currently in the kissing kissing kitchen next door, burning.
0: <laughs> So, right, and like, let's, get, let's get to the main point of this, then. Let's do it. Um, we've got... Woo! Yes, everybody, we've got Joey running over to... Can I just say, so know. Joey's
1: like the runaway bridesmaid, clearly, and she desperately, desperately needs to catch Percy before he leaves the dock. But she fucking, she changes her outfit. Like, she's not no, that bothered, No, don't get she? me started,
0: everybody. I'm going to say something about this. She's not that bothered. I'm going to say, just why well, well, she changes her outfit. No, she, she, she does she change. thinks that far ahead. Yes, yes, yes. Is it? She... Yeah, yeah. It's a different day. I don't think it is a different home day. Different... I think she ran home and got changed. Right, just, well, let's have a discussion about it. So. So we can argue about it later. Point, We're all about actually. 17 bottles of white wine deep at this point. Right, so Joey's Discard, running Discard. and she's shouting to Percy. Like, I swear to God, it made me weep. It made me weep. Like, it's all I ever wanted. Made me weep Like, too. I... This is why we are all in fucking pieces as adults. It's shit like this. It ruined us. We love it, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, it. Oh, it's beautiful. Right, so she... He's shouting for Percy and he's not there. And then he turns up and he says, do you want something? And she says, I want to (laughs) talk to you. Oh, God, I love him though. Like, I I love Percy. This is peak Percy. This is like the sort of like quippy little, whoa, Ferris bueller Percy. Oh, God, I love him. Oh, Percy. So she says, I want to talk to you. And he's like, yeah, it's a bit late for this. I'm leaving. So like, you better do it. Get on with it. All right. And she says, "It's like, he says, you can't stop me. And she says, it's not why I'm here. He says, why Just are you here? Of a Did you want I Did you want to rub it in a little bit? Yes. And my Joey says, Oh, yeah, if you want me to rub it a little bit. So Joey says, I don't want to stop you. And I don't want to stop Darsen. And I don't, I don't want to be stopped. Not by either of you. Not by anyone. See, like fucking yes, Joey. Yes. Agency take oh, it. Oh, thank you, Joey. And that's what this whole year has been about. We've been trying to stop each other from moving on and from growing up. And this is what's amazing. And this is why Percy is perfection. But not you. You're different. And you challenged me every step of the way and been there every step of the way. Apart from the fingering from Dawson. Because she did get fingered by Dawson. I'm
1: sorry, but she did.
0: You've just ruined it. I have. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say it again, that's, what, that's what's perfect about Percy, isn't it? And that's what ruined us all, is because he, know, like he knew, he bought the wall, he helped her with the B&B, he helped her grow, he helped her be unstoppable, he helped her be the person that she is, and Dawson fucking didn't. Dawson stood in her way every fucking step of the time. Every single time she tried to do something, Dawson was there, being a fucking Debbie Downer. So, Percy's like, listen, we haven't got time for this, I'm leaving, so I'm leaving in T-minus 30 seconds. That maybe me so, a little bit. No, 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 I get like, and if there's a point, I suggest you get to it. Oh, yeah, fair enough. And she says, I think I'm in love with you. And and he says, you think how you know everyone? And she says, I know. I've known it since you kissed me, and maybe before that. Scary as it is, I don't want to deny it, and I don't want to run from it and I don't want to let it run from me. And Percy if says... If anyone on Discord had
1: uh, bingo for Katie cry, Catherine oh, cry, by don't. the
0: way, you've won. Oh, my God, if, every, uh, if everyone's not with me right now, I swear to fucking God, this scene is so beautiful, and it's why I'm a fucking wreck as a human being now, and it's why my husband's like, why, why are you like this? Ask him at the end of the show, ask him. Where's my fucking wall? And Percy says, what are we going to do? Joe. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that is. And she says, I want to come with you. And he says, you're crazy. And she says, I want to stop standing still and I want to move forward. I want to come with you. And Percy, ever the fucking angel, sensible Prince of Capeside angel Percy, is like, yeah, but what about Bessie and the B&B? They need you. And she says... Not as much as I need you. <gasps> oh! Honestly. You. And Pacey, oh, Percy's face. Oh, Percy. Whew. So Has anyone got a towel? I can't stop. I'm not going to be able to stand up after this. So she she goes to get on and he's like, ah, 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 ah. Wow. Permission and
1: to come. And she says,
0: "A abode. Permission to come aboard. And he says... Permission granted. Semen for days. Semen for days. And then they kiss. And they kiss. And it's horny. It's hot as fuck. It's so hot, the chemistry. However, speaking of semen for days. She she does say. Joey's got no pants. Right. She brought no spare clothes. So she says. None. Not well, hang on a second, let's just get to the end because I want to get to the end of this scene because I love it so much. And she, he asks if she can swim and she says that she can. She's just worried about a change of clothes. And he's like, ah, oh, we'll get to the next you part swim? in a few days. Is and he she's planning like, on sinking? Anyway. Grams' fella couldn't even paddle in shallow water. And he got <laughs> on a warship. Right. And then... They sail away, and we sail away into the, literally into the sunset, and oh, it is no everything come. anyone could have possibly wanted. And all I can think of is that Joey doesn't have a pair of clean pants. Well, I wouldn't have a pair of clean pants after that scene. Everyone, our <laughs> <are, are> fi- <laughs> <laughs> but everyone, our tampons, our face wash, our bikini. She's in fucking jeans. Have they got food for two? <laughs> I can't, I can't, have they got, I I got condoms? Think there's some, Beth? I think there's something to nosh on? Um, but you might
1: have to eat them at the
0: end. I re- right. I really was hoping that they like just went out for a little sail and then turned round. Yeah, just um, like, you like you don't just have
1: to leave in t minus thirty seconds. You're not in the Marines. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's a leisure cruise. Curb crawling around the coasts of like
0: I don't know. It's an Ernest Hemingway cruising. You know for fucking sure, Ernest Hemingway. Just go back and get some like would off. have been fully stocked so with white, all the decorations you could have your possibly wanted. And your fanny. Right. Yeah, <laughs> she, no, right. But this is my point. Right. Thank She's you. Sh- there's questions about the logistics She's of this, no but way. I just need to say this: she had time to get changed. She could have packed some clean pants and a bikini. That's all I'm saying. And some condoms. Why do you want condoms? Bare back meat all over place. Oh my god. <laughs> she had 24 hours. Quickly get prescribed some contraception, Julie. So she's that been is, looking at Dawson's face for five years. If that's, that's not, contraception not contraception enough. enough, so that that was season three. Yep. Yeah. In what a nutshell, we, what it we, was we, glorious. We it some... was everything. It was. Yeah. This was this was a brilliant <laughs> episode. I can't forgive Dawson, and I cannot believe not for existing, just for being a fucking appalling human being. And I can't believe, and I know I've said it before, and I'll say it again that. I can't believe he's supposed to be our fucking protagonist, everyone. But he isn't, is he? The and the then right they hired Joshua fucking the right, Jackson. The
1: writers very much introduced it a few episodes ago when they were just like, it's no longer Dawson's Creek. No,
0: it's- but they, the point I've always made is they could have written Dawson better. They could have written him they in a way cast that you better. felt genuine. Like, you felt genuinely sorry for him, that you liked him, that you loved him. Like, they did it with Percy. They can clearly write a character you care about. So what What the actual living fuck is this then? So um, we go
1: on to season four next. Season
0: four, everybody. Season four Are we going to get are we going to get Joey four months pregnant going into senior year at high school? <laughs> because I'd they're really on like a board that. together for three months and if all you're doing, like, I refuse to believe that you wouldn't just be shagging your hair Seriously. around the east coast of America. and, le- and, and, and uh, Unless she gets really, like, seasick. It's because they weren't shagging the entire time. You know, you
1: know I've not seen, like, I can't remember anything, so I, I would genuinely believe that.
0: <laughs> be I can't she, believe how obsessed you are with Joyce. <laughs> <you be> like. <laughs> so, at this point, I, I can't, right, anyway, there's been a oh, lot of alcohol natural. consumed in this room, and we are there's so grateful for people coming. in. I know that there's people on Discord and thank you so much. And My, I also my kegel
1: muscles have been given like a whole new workout from this.
0: Oh geez. And I've needed a wee for about an hour and a half. And I um thank you. We thank you all so so much. We thank you, Discord, for coming in. We thank you guys for turning up and buying tickets. Thank you, thank oh, you. Thank, everybody. you. Woo! thank you so so much as well. I know that there's people who weren't able to make it. But well, can not, can I just give a quick mechanics. thank you? Can I just give a quick thank you? <laughs> At Cheeky Hobbit, Kate is in New Zealand. She couldn't obviously come to this, but she couldn't even come on Discord because it's like fuck knows what time. And she's been with us since the start and she's been so great. So thank you so much. And thank you, Kate. Uh, Also to Victoria on the Discord. Yvette, we love her. Georgie, who's been with us since the start. Sue, Louise, all of you. And I know I've missed Jess. I know and I've me. missed people, um, not Katie. Everyone but Katie. Tolerant. And tolerance, <laughs> nads and, Jess. and we love you so much. I know I've missed people, and I'm so yeah. sorry. But um, it's not the Oscars, even
1: if it was. It, no, it feels now. like the
0: Oscars, <laughs> and Katie's <laughs> going to slap me in the face. No. Katie's going to go for a, a week and I'll finish this off. Thank you so much, everyone, and it's been amazing. <laughs> Thank you, son. <laughs> See you for season four! Yes! Percy and Joey shagging! Woo! (whistles) Thank you.